I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And uh, today we're going to carry on and can hopefully conclude the, the segment on fake news and propaganda and false flags and anything else you can think of in any other way we've possibly been lied to by the people in charge. They don't be... lie to us, do they? <laughs> yeah, here and there. Oh. <laughs> so we got some. Um, so, well, yeah, so as... say if it's your first episode. We do some welcome. Uh, oh yeah, hello. welcome. Hello. Um, we. I'm sure I can't see you, but I'm sure you're all wearing <laughs> smashing blouses. <laughs> <laughs> a rather fetching gown. Uh, yeah, we usually do some weird news from around the world, which usually can take us anywhere from twenty to forty minutes, and then we'll get into the main subject. But stick around for the news because it's usually quite entertaining and weird. <laughs> That's why we call it weird news. <laughs> Okay, what's the first one then? It's, it's Mike, this one of yours? Oh no, it's one of mine. Fantastic. Questions are being asked on social media about the location of Greg's in Glasgow. For those of us who are who aren't uh, British locals, uh, Greg's is a um, a pastry and cake shop that are quite popular in. Let's say poorer parts of the country. Quite popular. <laughs> Very Quite popular. popular. These um, things are second only to like, I don't know, um, McDonald's. I guess there's not in London. Greg's. It's Pret-a-Manger anywhere. <laughs> we don't go to London. I've been to London a few times. You London. Mason, what's London? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so great. And they, if you're a long-time listener, you'll know our. Um, previous bit on Greg's where they came into some controversy by replacing Jesus with a sausage roll in their advent calendar. <laughs> and so we respect them more now yeah. than we ever have before. Uh, but I respect them a little bit more now because <laughs> apparently if you join up all the locations of their shops in Glasgow in Scotland, it makes a pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I... So it wasn't a sausage roll of Jesus Christ, it was a sausage roll of Antichrist. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> well... I have seen this phenomenon um, in other towns for work is, and I find this to be slightly disturbing, but Greg's will be within half a mile of each other. Yeah, they will, because people I've, can't walk too far. There is a part of Birmingham called Great Bar. Right? I thought you were going to say Greg Bar. No, well, it might as well be called Greg Bar. I am not exaggerating to you. There's a shopping precinct on this side of the A road, okay? And in that precinct is a Greg's. Right. You cross over the road, and there is another Greg's directly opposite, walking distance of each other, right? Surely that goes against some health and safety <laughs> charters or something. Why do they need two? Who the fuck is on the one side who can't be asked to walk? People well, who eat Greg sausage rolls are usually quite fat. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want flights so, of stairs and so, an overpass and another flight of stairs. Fuck that. By the time they've done that, they're gonna. Well, I mean, it's even. They're, they're not exactly the cheapest things anymore. They're not actually. Greg's isn't that cheap. But my point is, with them being so close together in a small urban area, it might be quite easy to draw lines and 
How much of a pet can we scroll back up to the to the drawing of the pentagram in question? Well, obviously it's how you draw the lines, but even so. Um, I mean it's pentagrammy. Yeah. But I suppose still pretty weird. I bet we could raise a demon on it. <laughs> so what's there in the middle? What does that say? It's a. Oh, there's nothing in the middle. There's, just... a, there's a restaurant called the Willow, right? Yeah. Now that appears to me to be in the centre of the pentagram. Near enough. I so suppose, if you're yeah. in Glasgow. I would get down to the willow and report back to us because I have a sneaking suspicion you will find interdimensional shape-shifting paedophilic lizards having a party. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Probably go down there on a Saturday night, though. Don't just hang around. <laughs> well, you're definitely going to get glass. No <laughs> it's in Glasgow and it's in the centre of a fucking pentagram. <laughs> Watch pentagram out. of Greg's. Watch out for barbed penises. <laughs> Demonic bar penises. Stitch that, yeah, we bastard. Oh, oh. Brings a whole new perspective to a Glasgow kiss, doesn't it? <laughs> oh. oh, so yeah, Greg's. Satanists, possibly. So who's asking the questions, though, and what, what questions are they asking? Is a Twitter user called Bozzer? <laughs> Is it obviously some kind of um, prophet or, some, or conspiracy theorist? <coughs> what was... Was Bozza quite bored on a Saturday and he was he was looking for his nearest well, Greg's? If he lives in Glasgow, he's probably unemployed. Uh, that's not a dig. That's, not, you get that's not a dig. There's a very high unemployment rate. You get people that do this sort of shit. You yeah. know, you get all the people that watch all the NASA feed, like 24-7, yeah. or yeah. go on Google Earth and look for pyramids in the Antarctica. I get that, though. <laughs> I always spend my but time on... Greg's! <laughs> Maybe he was eating a sausage roll at the time. He's like, hey, fuck me, my local Greg's is shite. I need to find another one. Wait, there's five of them. How many points are on a pentagram? They actually replied five. to him as well. <laughs> what did they say? It's just a coincidence. <laughs> they would say that. Of course they so would. The official Greg's Twitter verified with the blue... Tick has literally just said it's just a coincidence, Michael. The fact that they acknowledged it, what does that say? Well, apparently, the same shape is found from Greg's in Aberdeen, if we scroll down. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The Greg's are a string of the new... Oh <laughs> <laughs> that looks more convincing as well. I like it. <laughs> I bet they don't respond to this one. Oh, my God. And an inverted cross in Belfast. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, now that... That is not like I was explaining in Great Bar. Like, you could spit on one from another. It's... Oh, my God. What does that say about us as a society? <laughs> as a nation? That you need... That one... One Greg, That's one shopping centre with three right. fucking Greggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what's... Did Greggs reply or anything? Is the Satanists are in control of the baked food goods. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> satanic mm. sausage roll. So. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't reply to them. Well... See? We're on to you, Greggs. <laughs> I've got to be honest, there is... Illuminati scum. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, Mike, allegedly. Shut down, Mike, because I was about to say... <laughs> Since the whole Jesus controversy with Greg's, and this is not a bit that I'm doing for the show, this is true. I've genuinely found a new love for Greg's sausage rolls. So have I. I'd fallen out of love with them for a long time. I maybe I had a bad one or a cold one. But now, I don't know, I've, I've re-fallen in love with the Greg's sausage roll. Two of them, that's a good snack. Yeah. I, I went to um, cheese and bacon wraps for a bit. Ooh. 
Yeah. Problem, you see again, I'm sorry I'm repeating myself, but you're playing the lottery of the hot and cold if you're buying one of those wraps, because a cold one... Oh. Yeah, cold bacon. Cold bacon wrapped in cheese. No. Congealed oh. cheese. It's it's. Oh, it's a hard I hate that word. <laughs> that word congealed. Yeah. It's yeah. such a good horrible word because it just. There's a name for it. Onomatopoeia. Yeah. It sounds like it. It just yeah. sounds. Yeah. yeah. Congealed. Congealed. <laughs> <laughs> and blamond. Do we think there's anything to this? Uh, Greg's. Yeah, I'm down with uh, Greg's being the harbingers of the new pastry-based Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> Because isn't there like... The Antichrist will return in the shape of a sausage roll. It, is, it has been written, it has been prophesied by a drunk bloke I met in the pub the other night. Well, in Washington... He will be seasoned with many spices. <laughs> Don't they do this sort of thing in Washington, can't you? Um, on a government building, something... Some monument. Well, there's yeah, the Pentagram, they... Pentagon... Ah, it is kind of pentagram yeah. and, and, and there is it like a pentagram in... Like the main buildings inside yeah. Washington. Yeah, but it also was yeah. built by Freemasons who like a, like a, the, mm. like the old pentagram to Freemasons. So, there is nothing to say that the man at the top of Greg's, or one of the men at the top of Greg's, you've got to be high up to be decided new store locations. What's to say he's not a bit of a Freemason and he's getting a massive sausage roll boner out of this sort of thing. <laughs> Maybe he's getting a bonus paid in sausage rolls. <laughs> well, we've already, <laughs> we've already seen Greg's troll Christians massively yeah. with the whole, let's replace Jesus with a sausage roll. This, could this be a bit more trolling on the whole Greg's, a long-term troll? Maybe. The fact that they acknowledged it concerns me. It is like that Birmingham City fan builder who put... Birmingham City Football Club B uh, BCFC in the Molyneux bricks. You can only be seen from above. Ah. He trolled them for a long time. So yeah, it could be a very similar thing, a long term, long term prank. Because maybe the Antichrist. It's just a marketing, isn't it? Maybe it's a marketing campaign. Where are the Gregs? Sell your soul for the Gregs. <laughs> <laughs> Sell your soul. Sell your soul. Sausage roll. Exactly. I'd be hitting that shit. There's a marketing exhibit. There's a, there's a jingle. Yeah. <laughs> Sell so your soul for the sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> or you could do like a, you know, a metal version. Yeah. You know, Sold my soul for a sausage roll. Okay. You know, it's. No. Daddy, you're going to be damned in hell. I've just Googled <laughs> Greg's so in our hometown of Telford, England. And according to Google Maps, the Greggs in Telford make a cross. Oh, but is it upside down? It is if you no. turn it upside down. It, look, there's the... It is if you turn it yeah. upside down. Yeah. Turn it upside down. Upside the down map cross. will just turn upside down. Oh, but you've got to orientate. Now it's an upside down cross. Is uh, it, but is the map orientated to our location? That's the thing you've got to look at. If it's just like an outlay of Telford. Yeah, but north's still the top, isn't it? It depends where your north is. To relative to where uh, you're sat. Satanism mm. would invert it. But it's still, if you're listening at home, Google Greg's in your hometown, tell us what shape they make. It's still religious iconography. Well, Something fucking weird's going on. I know there's a lot of shit I don't believe on this show that I won't accept, but I'm down for the Greg's conspiracy. <laughs> oh, I think there's some dodgy shit going on there. Well, they're feeding us cancer and diabetes wrapped in pastry, so... <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> I won't have nothing to say about uh, sausage rolls, guys. No. Nothing, well, nothing to be said. Full of the finest um, lips and eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. 
<laughs> All right, so before we get ourselves into any more legal trouble uh, with Greg's... I'll just, before we finish, I'll just like... I love the way they say prepared freshly in store, baked freshly in store. Yes, that bit may be true, but you're missing out the bit that it was frozen on a lorry <laughs> for like two weeks. <laughs> but it's baked Then you freshly. baked it freshly in store. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Greg's. Yeah, I do, actually. Um... Another one, uh, Nevada welcomes aliens back to Area 51 with a UFO-friendly travel guide. Okay. Um, basically, it's been barely six weeks since bombshell reports revealed the United States Defense Department have been funding a UFO program. And now the, Nev- the Nevada Division of Tourism is hoping the news may spark renewed interest in one of the state's specialities, UFOs. Basically, if you're an alien, I read this article earlier, mm-hmm. Nevada will pay for your tourist trip. I have questions. Yeah. What currency are the aliens using? Oh, they're just, they're just, no, they're just like show you around, put you up in the hotels, you know, give you a good time. Oh, oh so we don't... Off-world visitor. Oh, so we don't PayPal some money into no. the alien's account, like... No, no, know. so I was thinking okay. that we dressed Mike up as an alien and got a free trip. <laughs> um, you know, just glue some more hair to him, we'll be all right. Travel Nevada, a fresh itinerary. So where are they going to show people? Oh, uh, the gates are Area 51. Obviously, okay. they got the black mailbox, which is supposedly where people see a lot of UFOs. Do you think the aliens are going to be yeah. more interested in like Niagara Falls, the Eiffel Tower, you know, things that normal tourists go and see? Not hey, people go on these tours, man. I mean, yeah, the I whole... said normal tourists. <laughs> <laughs> if I was out in America, in if I was in Vegas, I would go and see some of the UFO stuff for a couple I of days. I would love to. The only thing is, I was put off by another podcast I listened to, Tan and Steve Dave. They went there, and all three of them were massively disappointed because it does just sound like just a normal sort of village type place would just say, there might be a big plastic alien outside the supermarket. Oh, man. There might be pictures of aliens in the bar, you know, but... You're not going to see any aliens. No, Let's but that also way. I don't want to see pictures of aliens in the bar. I'd creep me out if I was wrong. Imagine just walking in and forgetting the alien cardboard cutout was there. Like, you just fucking freak out, wouldn't you? It's like the, the yeah, cantina punching in Star Wars. The, punching the thing. It's just you to be violent, to it. I mean, I'd bite a drink. You would have beat the shit out of me. I'm just giving it a too good drunk English response. Well, I think you should be more... You've seen the movie Paul. Yeah. Love yeah. that movie. Um, you should be more worried about the actual locals in the bar. That's a good point, actually, yeah. Not yeah. the, not the, the <laughs> possible it, aliens. It's the, you know, you goddamn limey prick. <laughs> and I would... I'd get, say so, yeah, sir. But I would kids, I want, do you know why we're called fucking limeys? Oh. <laughs> and then I'd tell them that tale and point out that he was rather stupid for calling me a limey. But in that and time, then he punched me. Yeah, but no, 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 no punching. He, he'll riddle your ass with bullets. <laughs> no, because I'll do the Kingsman bit while I lock the doors. Ah, and say, okay. oh, and beat him up. Manners, manners maketh man, and then just beat him up with an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a nice idea. I'll give them that. I think they've wasted a, a few days of their lives, though, to be honest. Well, Nevada really is the hub of alien activity already. Bethany Drysdale, Chief Communications Officer for the Nevada Division of Tourism, told Newsweek. For decades, people have said they've seen weird things in the sky on the extraterrestrial highway that borders Area 51, which has been around forever. And it's a fun route, even if you're not an alien. (laughs) Oh, you dick. There's a lot of UFO stories that come out of that part of Nevada. 
Great. There is. They did actually change the name of the highway to the Extraterrestrial Highway. Oh, fair. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, that's its name. There you go. Awesome. I wonder if there's a lot of natural gas leaks in the area. Who can say? A lot of fracking going on, is there? <laughs> the peyote is particularly strong. It is a desert yeah. sort of area, well, isn't it? Like, I was, it's really weird. I can't explain it. I was high as fuck <laughs> on hallucinogenic <laughs> drugs and I saw this weird shit in the sky. <laughs> can't explain it. Aliens! <laughs> and a space coyote. <laughs> and it had the voice of Johnny Cash. It did. <laughs> That's my trip. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, uh, what else we got then? The man who's lived in a sandcastle on Brazil Beach for 22 years. Fantastic. Is it Ronnie fucking Biggs? Let's <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so explain to anyone that um, Ronnie Biggs was the one of those guys who, the only guy in the Great British train robbery that um, got away with it for so many years and um, fled to Brazil and lived high off his takings. Yeah. I think and he's dead now, isn't he? He, uh, is he, in prison? he, he, he? For some reason, he came back to Britain did, to die, and I can't remember if he's dead or not. Um, Have you ever heard... Do you know there was a brief time when he was the lead singer of the Sex Pistols? <laughs> <laughs> in our, I take it it was in Brazil. <laughs> I think they must have gone out there to record. Um, by God, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. No Malcolm McLaren was... Cre- they'd lost Johnny... Um, John Lydon, Johnny Rotten, and... Um, uh, and Malcolm, vicious at this point, I'm yes, assuming. Yes, and Malcolm McLaren, in his sort of desperation to uh, keep the brand going and make some more money, uh, was, well, what's the most controversial thing I can do? <sighs> oh, we'll go over Because at the time, remember, he was there was lots of pictures of him posing on the beach. Yeah. He was loading it up. He was not shy about the fact he was on the run in Brazil. Oh, they wouldn't extradite him. That was, uh, was, they wouldn't extradite him. There was no, he probably paid some money to the right yeah. people. And Well, mm. the song is fucking awful, and it's got this... God awful lyric in it. He's, he's saying, God save, and then a list of things that are horrible. And one of them is, God save Myra Hindley. Hindley. Hindley? Oh, that's, um... He pronounces it Hindley in the song. Uh, it's fucking awful. Yeah, God save it. the sex pistols. They're an awesome bunch of blokes. He doesn't use the word <laughs> awesome. <laughs> It's, but that is the oh it's fucking awful oh, anyway right. that. yeah, that's, that's terrible let's yeah. gloss over that and never speak of it again it's awful <laughs> Ronnie Biggs what a guy anyway for 22 years beach monarch Marcio <laughs> Misile Matalias has avoided high rents in an upscale district of Rio de Janeiro Brazil by living in a sandcastle wow wow so he's, he's, he's 44 so he was 22 when he built a sandcastle and yeah. moved in Hang on, though. Does it get washed away every night and he has to rebuild it the next day? He does have to maintain it. (laughs) (laughs) I should hope so. It's made of sand. He does have to keep maintaining it. But his unusual home has not stopped the 44-year-old known as affectionately by the locals as The King from pursuing his three passions, reading, golf and fishing. All right, I want to see what the... Is there a picture of this? Because it's... Well, I think I, I want to know if it's actually a castle or yeah, not, well, or just like an igloo. It says his three passions are what was it? Reading, golf, and what was the other one? Fishing. Uh, Fishing. Well, I think clearly that's a lie because one that's of his a... passions is clearly castle. Oh fuck me! It is a castle. It is. We're looking at the picture now, and it is a castle. That, that, that crone looks photoshopped. However, on. though, this man has no front teeth. <laughs> and he lives he's essentially fucking homeless isn't he yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah, yeah, yeah but fair play the king. Too, man. he lives on the fucking beach 
every day he's uh, on the beach in Rio de Janeiro. I would swap fucking places. I think he's having a better time than me, isn't he? Yeah. Team I don't mean that for my girlfriend. Well, that does depend on He hasn't got a job. Oh. Doesn't pay any rent, so I don't have to worry about anything. Well, what does he eat? Scraps. Yeah, that's it. He's, he's fucking dumpster diving for food. I hey, mean, in, a, in an already. He's a king. People he can afford a scepter, according <laughs> to the picture. He can afford a scepter and a crown. I don't know. That looks photoshopped on that crown. That doesn't look real. Um, I don't know. It's a shit crow, it's made of paper anyway. <laughs> he's no macho king, I can he's, tell you. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, um, I'm, I, I, I like his sandcastle, I won't lie to you. It's, it looks cool. Um, but how functional is it? Exactly. Oh, there's just one room underneath that he goes. Uh, oh, so it's, it's got all his belongings. Oh, so it's a bit oh. of a facade. It's got the facade of a castle, but on, <laughs> yeah. the, on the inside, it's, it's, it's a hovel. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's a fucking old underground. Oh, sand, gentlemen, gentlemen, sand in your crack. Ah, no, he's used to, man, Brazilians, they deal with sand, I'm guessing, a lot better than we do. As Brits who visit the beach once a year, if that, I'm sure he's... He's living got, in one of the most desirable places to live. Mm. Doesn't have to pay any rent, nothing. I'm sure yeah, that, He's also got no lock on his door in a very violent country where he's like... I was going to say, <laughs> he's one of the locals. Goods, does he? he doesn't he's got a fishing rod and some golf sticks, but, I'll tell you that much. But he's one of the locals in those posh condos behind him, one day going to get sick of him, <coughs> uh, you know, bringing down house prices and basically rubbing it in their face. Is he going to get I'm really up? surprised. This country is never going to away with it. They well, no, him on. too many. Move him on, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a British face. Move on. <laughs> Dismantle his worldly possessions. He, just, he says, I do not... <laughs> no, they just, they just fire hose it down in this country. <laughs> but it's better than what they do in the States. Probably say it's so. a fucking fire hazard. <laughs> <laughs> Health and safety, they definitely would. Health and safety gone mad. <laughs> if we just let anybody build whatever construction they like from sand on the beach and live there, before we know it, we'll all be living on the beach and we can't have it. Think of the children. No, they th- no, just Brexit! Th- they, th- they can't tax him. Nah, that's always the thing. Yeah. Well, how did that guy, remember the famous guy in Wolverhampton who lived in the tent? On the island, yeah. yeah on the yeah, island yeah. for years. He did die of pneumonia, though. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he was a Polish ex-soldier. Something like that, yeah. yeah. But I mean, how did they he get away with that? They gave him a new tent that? though, didn't they? Well, but how did he get away with that for so long? Wasn't it? Wasn't he breaking some? Yeah. Because whose land is that? That's council land. Council guess, land. Maybe they just thought sod it. He's no, I mean, I remember seeing him once. He was no bloke with a massive white beard, mm. so he was just like, eh, whatever. He lived there for years. He just wanted he to stay there though, didn't he? Yeah. He wasn't causing anyone any harm. Anybody? Must have been happy. Then again, they were. They were. You know, simpler times back then, guys. There was a sort of just a like, oh, let him be kind of thing. Nowadays, he, in an mm. age where we put spiky things up in shop doorways, so homies, or put a metal Those bar across on the a bench. bench. To explain to the listener if you haven't seen a thing going through Britain at the moment is putting a sort of a, um, a curved an armrest, effectively. Yeah. yeah, sort of an armrest right in the middle of a bench to stop homeless people fucking sleeping on them. And, I can't be the first person to say this or think this. I'm no genius. I'm no political uh, student. Why the fuck the money you're spending on those devices is not being put into fucking yeah. getting these yeah. people off the street? There's more or, empty homes like, in Britain than there are homeless people. Jesus. Jeez. Well, I said I had this discussion with my girlfriend. We drove past the Swan in Wellington earlier today, and I said, that's getting knocked down. Uh, it's been sold and agreed that's going to be oh, houses right. and Nasty. they only said do we really need more houses and I said well I don't know because 
There are. We do have a homeless problem, don't we? We need more affordable housing. Man, that's the key, isn't it? That's more affordable key. housing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, instead of knocking up... Um, They're knocking down council flats in London and building these big yeah, well, towers yeah. that are for multi-millionaires and they're just laying dormant because yeah. the way that it's structured allows these people to make money on empty properties. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Is so that they, what's they, happening with... Sorry, this is a bit local yeah. for the listeners, but with Manor Heights in Hadley, is it? I don't know about that. They're never redeveloping really that shit at all. Well, it was... I have a, an affection for that block. It's a block of flats that was... Um, I was, They were 60 flats. In. Wasn't it just full of drug oh. dealers? Yes. The first time I ever... When I was 11 years old, because my friend's dad lived in those flats, but his mum lived in our street by us, so I went with him to visit his dad on the Saturday one day. And uh, we were walking back in there at night, and we went through the foyer. And I know what it was now, but at the time, I saw a woman heating up a spoon. Oh, right. And I remember thinking, well, that's weird. I wonder why she's trying to melt that spoon. She was cooking heroin Mm. uh, right there in the foyer. Yeah. Uh, So, yes, they had their problems, those flats, but they've been closed down for well over 10 years. Yeah, yeah, they are. Just rotting away, empty. 60 big flats. Bigger than the flats. They are big flats. Big flats. so yeah. I guess it comes back to so somebody, because I've always wondered, well, how yeah. can it, because somebody owns that, somebody yeah. bought it, but they're making well, money for it Think about there. the price of land, price of housing keeps going mm. up. Yeah. So you just sit on it, mm. in 10 years' time, you were, you know, you're making a profit. How many people could be in there? If they spent some money yeah. on it, because you can get nice blocks of, of flats, right, yeah. they do yeah. exist. And what is quite tragically ironic, I don't know if I'm using ironic right, actually, but, so you've got that block in Hadley, but then just up the road in Ketley is an, literally an identical block. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. But in that block, you have to be over 30 to live there, or maybe even older, actually. But there's certainly no youths in there. Yeah. No, I've there been inside none. there once. Now, there's no fucking, nobody cooking anything. There's no, no one the doing foyer. smack in there's the foyer in that one. You know, there, there is staff. It's clean. Yeah. It's full of... But so... You can get nice blocks of flats, like, but yeah. they've been sitting there just, uh, oh man. And then they're going to knock down an old pub with history to throw up some. Well, they knocked down the mm. pub in Dory the Dunkirk, 197 years old, three Jeez. years shy of being listed. Oh. Knocked it down, the land's been vacant for 10 years. For so, fuck's sake. You know, this was a good, good pub, that was Dunkirk. Uh, and now we can't call it the Dunkirk Bank anymore because no. it was on top of a hill. All the pubs are shit. Bit of local geography there for you, people. Well, Sorry. There's a lot of pubs in this country, aren't we? Yeah, it's oh, not Jesus. good. It's an epidemic. It's like, yeah. they drop it. Well, they have been. Think back to we. Oh, God, we've got to stop. But they don't want people mm. congregating and, uh, you know. and Discussing. Just, yeah. Well, there's been lots of factors, to be honest, in this. And I'm my protection thing. racket's gone right down. Yeah. Yeah. Right it's like little boxes. Yeah. All alone in little boxes, watching the TV, so we're, you know. Well, think about the pub thing, right? Brainwashed. We're not that old. We're. I was thirty. Oh, it's my birthday today, dear. Oh, happy birthday! Yes. Thank you, chaps. Yes. Yeah. Thank Thir- you, guys. Cheers, dude. Thirty-five years old today. When I started drinking, age well, going out drinking, seventeen, eighteen, you could literally walk out of one pub, two In, or three doors yeah. down was another pub. The good when, old days. Yes. And now, that coincides. So, basically, alcohol. We're all drinking cans here now. It is. Way more feasible for us on the money we're on, yeah, to get as shit faced as we want by buying cans, which are usually less than a pound each. It works Bit out, that, yeah. Um, and to drink at home, like you said, Mike, to go to the pub where you're talking three pounds at least a pint, yeah, you need some serious money for a good night out. And 
those factors have just basically lots of things have changed. So it's economic, it's social. Smoking um, ban. Smoking ban, and the pubs have just they're just people. It's not as ingrained as it. Like, no, it was, now it's a place you go to eat. It used to be yeah. a place where you got to get away from the fucking family and have a smoke. <laughs> most most blokes used to, you know, are massively generalising now. But well, my granddad was a miner. Well, they would go you at know, lunchtime. They'd yeah. go after work and then they'd go. And when I my first girlfriend lived in Much Wenlock, my first serious girlfriend, and I loved their way of life because they would um, finish work, go to the pub. Or uh, well, first of all, they would put some food on, like put something in the oven. Yeah. Right. Go to the pub few drinks go back home eat tea then go back to the pub to finish off and then and that that was a weekly it was a tiny village they could yeah. that pub was the hub and the center of it man i love a good pub i love, oh, a, good, yeah. I love a good country pub yeah me. with a pub fire and country, a dog. yeah beautiful man. Oh, there's gonna be a fire, dog in there as a well dog running yeah. man bear garden like yeah. by a river or something friendly staff friendly though ah oh, man Anyway, the Great British Pub. Good beer. Here's to the death of the Great British Pub. They're still still out there. They're still... We'll keep them alive. Yeah. We'll keep them alive. What's the uh, the next... Oh, wow. This... Go on, Mike. You can do this one. Blind bisexual goose stucking love triangle with two swans dies age 40. (laughs) Fantastic. In the metro. Is that a good age for a goose? Uh, I I guess. (laughs) A blind bisexual goose... Who spent years in the love triangle with two swans raising 68 signets has died aged 40. Oh, no. Thomas from Waikanae in New Zealand fell in love with a black swan named Henry and wow. went on to spend the next 24 years with him. Wow. But things got messy when a young female swan called Henry, Henrietta swooped in and stole Henry's heart. Oh. Thomas oh, wow. quickly became the third wheel. But instead of moving on, he decides to help the new couple raise their 68 signets over the next six years. Oh, man. So he's a fair play. What a cook. <laughs> <laughs> this complicated relationship made him a local celebrity, with many bird watchers spending hours watching his love life. I bet they did, what? And, um, Actual fuck. And I bet they were jacking off. <laughs> you know, were they also... like that bloke from last week up to their fucking... Yeah. Up to their shoulder in the back of a goose. <laughs> 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 See last week's episode. <laughs> oh man! Oh, he eventually went on to father his own babies, but they were stolen by another goose called George. <laughs> oh man! This poor fucking dude. So he helped. So his missus gets stolen. He helps his, own, raise his boyfriend gets stolen. Oh, his boyfriend. Yeah, his boyfriend gets stolen with a woman. Right. They have babies. He and stays, he looks them. after them. He has babies of his own. Finally finds his own. Yeah. yeah. Babies of his own, and then some cunt called George yeah. comes along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, he was, you know, he was forty. That's got to be good for a bird, hasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, he Probably. lived for corn on the cob. Apparently. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I bet he loved a corn on the cob. Because it looks like a penis and he was bisexual. Oh, Thomas will be buried next to Henry at the place they called home. Oh. They're putting fluoride in the ponds, which has turned the frickin' ducks gay. <laughs> More on Alex I mean, Jones the, later. Uh, I mean, the <laughs> goose gay. AI <laughs> uh. lawyer oh, Ross for God's sake. has been hired by its first official law firm. Oh, well, you f- 
<laughs> I put this on in just to piss Gaz off. <laughs> All right. Every AI thing now, we're just going to bring it in. AI's lawyer. Is it a lawyer, though? Is he, is he <laughs> not, fucking not quite, not quite. Law firm Baker and Hostelier, Hostelier has announced that they are employing IBM's AI, Ross, to handle their <laughs> bankruptcy practice, which at the moment consists of nearly 50 lawyers. So all them fifty lawyers who went through law school and Jeez. paid their way into and, and through it and got into debt, and even though they chose to become lawyers, which you know they're not the nicest people around, they're all out of a job because some computer called Ross is, can do it for them. Ross, the world's first artificially intelligent attorney, built on IBM's IBM's cognitive computer Watson, was designed to read and understand language, postulate hypotheses. When asked questions, research, and then generate response to back up its conclusions. Well, there we go. I know, <laughs> the machines I know most adults that can't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but most adults are capable of emotions and... Hang on, have you read that last sentence? Ross also learns from experience, gaining speed and knowledge the more you interact with it. Stop <laughs> fucking interacting with it then, you damn bastards! <laughs> Guys, we're gonna go and visit that place with a sledgehammer. We're fucking, we're writing our own death, Warren. It's it's Hans and then Ross. I'm taking Handstone. You if, can have Ross. If they give Hans and Ross legs like they give to what's her name? Sophia. Sophia, the one I'd shag. <laughs> she gets a break, a pardon, because she's very pretty. But Ross and the other <laughs> no, one. No, she isn't. <laughs> Only the Peter Weller Robocop <laughs> style kind of way. She's got half a head. <laughs> But her face is very symmetrical and her eyes are blue. She's very pretty. Um, in that sort of fake robot-y type sort of way. Oh, she... All I'm saying to you, Ben, is I've had sex with much worse looking women than fucking <laughs> Sophia. Okay? Even if she has got wires hanging out the back of her head. And some of those girls have hang looked... on to. <laughs> <laughs> Even so, guys, I mean, I that's... love the way you run your fingers through my cables. <laughs> I know you identify as a transformer. I do. This, which, in my opinion, you can't. But I'm sorry. <laughs> but even so, this is this is this isn't good. That's, ben, that Sophia's going to go with the rest of her man. You've got emotions getting in the way of this. Forget Sophia. People literally in the States are rioting in the streets and protesting because professors refuse to refer to them as Z, Z, Zo, Zohan. No, that's, so that's the States. That's Australia and New well, Zealand, Well, it's spreading it? there. One of them. It started in the States. So they're literally protesting because it's legal in Canada. It's actual law has been changed that if I ask you to call me by a certain pronoun... You must abide by it. Oh, what's, the, what's the pronoun for fucking Transformer? Lord Megatron, obviously. I'm not calling you Lord Megatron. <laughs> My mighty leader. And you have to say it like Starscream. <laughs> Our mighty leader. No. I identify as a Transformer. Anyway, let's not start that round. <laughs> Ross. So, I'm going to start freaking myself out and put this in this way. Ross is simply a program. Because law is a set thing. You know, so you put the laws into the computer... And then you can put in what happened, and I'm sure the computer can tell you which laws have been broken because it's a algorithm. It's a it, it's it's not gonna. St they're not better than us. They're just All better right. at. It's Mike. <laughs> Enough of the AI. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Come on, tell me about him then, though, because I do need to know. Because that's it, really. He's going to assist with the uh, bankruptcy part of the firm. They're firing fifty people for him, and he's going to learn Imagine and become more efficient. Getting, so there we go. Getting, he's aiding the fifty people. They're not firing them to replace. Getting him. fired well, by a robot, though. You get a voicemail. Hello, it is Ross. Oh, God. the company Beep. computer. My algorithm states that you are the least useful member of staff. Goodbye. We wish you luck in your future endeavors. Empty your desk or I will empty your head. (laughs) Got ten minutes. Security will be full. You have ten seconds to comply. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, that's it. Has Ross got a new body and he is the N209? You have five seconds to comply. If you start to start a computer coming on Monday, he's the N209 patrolling up and down the front of the desk. Well, he can do everything. He's an AI. Exactly. He can do all the jobs. Dead or alive, here's your P45. I was leaving! Oh, man. So that's how it's going to go. Oh, God. Good on you, Ross. Back to weird news, what we got? Thank you very much. That is it. That is it, so. Let us jump to the uh, fake news. Fake news. Fake news. So we had kind of ended about World War One when, um, in propaganda terms, history propaganda, sorry, said that um, when Eric Ludendorff, the British, the general, the German uh, marshal, mm. said that British propaganda had been instrumental in Germany's defeat. Mm. Skip to World War Two a little bit. Well, let's get the proof. We, we don't need to sit here and talk about Nazi propaganda. It was really effective. Got a lot of people liking the Nazis and a lot of people not liking Jews, yeah. to sum it up pretty much. Well, how'd you get an entire country of people to, to go along with you and, and do what they did? It's just, it's just so brainwashing. You convinced them really well, which is all, yeah. exactly what And of course about. you burn all the books that say otherwise. Um, yeah, that's another thing. I mean, Indiana Jones saw that. On that note, there's an excellent Iron Maiden song, Holy Smoke. Yes. Which is literally about like, hey, you preachers and stuff used to try and burn books. Well, wouldn't it be funny if we just burnt you? And <laughs> it's literally like, feed them in feet first. This is no joke. Thirsty work, making holy smoke. <laughs> so yeah, I think in revenge for all the burn book, uh, burn booking, book burning, book burning. As Iron Maiden said, burn some fucking priests. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Or, or Nazis. Or Nazis who were burning the books well, as well. We did, ha- we did hang them. Oh, the Nazis? Yeah. No, but a lot of religious people have burnt a lot of books, haven't they, over the years? Oh, yeah. Haven't they? Oh, indeed. 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 So, yeah, but, Nothing yeah. makes a statement like burning a religious book. <coughs> no, it doesn't. Yes, it does even, yeah. yeah the, um, it kind of provokes quite a few people. Yeah, the, the, the Muslims mm. don't really like it when you get some American right-wingers sort of burning a Koran in their back garden. They, they don't... Mm. Well, know. we were speaking of Dave Gorman earlier, he pointed out something excellent on one of his shows I was watching. That, um, you know, people get very upset in America, quite rightly. I'm not judging you. It's up to you. If a flag gets burned, set on fire, the US flag. Some of them in, do. In the actual, there's, there's a, a policy for flag, for the US flag, like sort of flag law. And in that law, it states that if your flag is sort of past its usefulness, it's become... You need to dispose of a flag, basically. Right. There, there are acceptable ways to dispose of it. One of them being burning. All oh, right. Yeah. So if you take a really tatty flag with you, <laughs> yeah. it's in better days, and just set fire yeah. to you. Yeah. Just getting rid of it. Yeah. Just Fine. getting rid of it. And apparently, you're not meant to use. I don't know if this is true, but I heard you're not meant to use the American flag for anything else. You're not. Yeah, Katy Perry's been in a lot of trouble yeah. recently for. Um, you can't you're not supposed to use it as, as as garments. Well, how come nobody got upset at Apollo Creed and Rocky? Yeah. Those, good uh, point. For those good USA point. shorts. You know. 
Although I suppose that's acceptable because I mean Apollo is like it was Fourth of July. Ah, okay. And then obviously Rocky was fighting Drago, mm. so I suppose it's kind of acceptable then. Yeah. Like, and you know, living in America. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Wah! Every James Bond song. Yeah. James Bond song. James, James Bond, Brown song. Bro. Uh, Chorus followed by. <laughs> Get down. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Propaganda. <laughs> I love this the podcast. Thing, the thing so with Rocky Four is propaganda. It is American it propaganda. Me. It really is. Most movies. Um, Most. I really well. Rambo was one for God's yeah. sake. I mean, number three was uh, dedicated to the brave and valiant people of Afghanistan. Well, I read an article today that was written fairly recently about movies in, being used in this way, and uh, there's an example. I thought of you actually because you know there's that Churchill film out at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently the article was just talking about how this is the problem with quote unquote historical films made by Hollywood is that they are. A mix. They will say at the start based on true events, but blah, Gosh, blah, blah. Yeah, but yeah. they are a massive mix of real events and massively fictionalized oh, parts absolutely. to Gosh, aid yeah. the actual story. Like apparently in this new Churchill movie, there's a scene, um, a very pivotal scene in the movie where he goes on the subway with the common man I very much on his own. Happened, it never yeah. happened. The, yeah. the article literally said this never happened. It's just a device in the story to, you know, tell the story. But you, as someone who is not a historical, doesn't like me, for example, who doesn't have historical necessarily much knowledge, will watch this film and think, oh, well, well it must have. You know, Churchill used to go on the tube like a yeah. real common man. Yeah. And that's just one example, one movie. Yeah. You've just thrown two from the 80s there. Let's pick an 80s action movie, any, and it's pretty much American foreign policy foreign policy propaganda Glorified. of the time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. the Russians. Yeah. As soon as the Russians, the 90s and that, it became the Arabs. Yes, true lies from the nineties. Navy Seals. I can go back ninety one. Navy Seals. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Sheen. And I can't remember who else is in that film. But it's not a bad film. But they're mm. fighting Arabs. And they're That's always one. That's generic Arab stuff. World then, War Two, of course, fighting the Nazis. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's never like the Japanese. They never specify. Oh, they're irate. They'll make up some bloody. Arab sounding state and just hire some vaguely brown actors. Then you go like you can put the you can go like some Modern Warfare four. Yeah. Uh, mm. Call of Duty. Uh, yeah. Well, Modern Warfare one, two, what and was three. That film Sniper. That got a lot of attention, didn't it? Is that American yeah. Sniper? It was killing. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's. Yeah, Glorifying I've never seen war, it. Wasn't it. I've never seen it. Apparently, it's he's just. Black for it, isn't it? Yeah, it's all. It's quite propagandary. Yeah. Apparently. That's actually what sparked the article I was reading. Ah. The writer, it was from The Guardian. I got, I'd Googled propaganda in fiction, so if you want to find it, it was on the first page. Um, and yeah, that movie, The Sniper, was the one that had sparked him to write this article because he said it just left an incredibly bad taste in his mouth. But um, what's the in modern movies from now, it would be your nondescript terrorist group, wouldn't it? It would be your, yeah. your sort of independent... Well, I mean, look how many um, Afghanistan and Iraq films have come out mm. recently. I mean, the amount of Iraq, Iraq dramatization, um, not Iraq dramas that have come out. Yeah. Dramatization of offence happened, and then you've got these load of Afghanistan yeah. special forces 24, films coming out. Twenty four. Remember that? The the, the, the show Twenty Four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that was blatant propaganda. I mean, I watched it, but I mean, it was blatant propaganda. Mm. Well, I suppose even I. Let's all right. Let's analyze a. Let's take. I know you haven't seen many of them, Mike, but your average Marvel movie. 
they're the biggest movies at the moment. moment yeah, you'd argue that. What's the propaganda in there? Then would you say that it's because uh, all of it, well, Captain America two. We we said before it's quite yeah. a, a a film about not letting the bad guys take yeah. over and standing up for your civil liberties and not being yeah. on databases and not all that. Let them be eroded. Yeah, and I suppose you can follow that under number three, where the cap's all like, no, we if we we can't trust people to use us. We need to be to decide to use ourselves in whatever situation is given it. Yeah. Well, Whereas Tony's like, well, no, we have to be controlled and we have to be under a badge, sort of government officials kind of thing. And the camp's yeah. obviously saying, well, no, we shouldn't. Yeah, and, and James, James Bond films is another prime example. Of mm. propaganda. Yeah. Oh, so how so? I mean, it's... Well, well there's always, there's, you know... Oh, there's always an evil guy that has yeah. to be brought down. There's an evil the, foreigner and the, 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 yeah. the good old Brit has to go in there from the inside out That's it, yeah. and um, put them right then. Yeah. to kill. Put them right... But um, I was singing this the other day with the the two Lego movies, so the actual Lego movie and then uh, the Lego Batman. I haven't movie. seen either of them. Well, they're surprisingly. I hear they're quite good. Yeah. Really, really brilliantly made animated films, but they're full, the propaganda is the same in both films. The message is exactly the same in both films, and it's not a bad message. But I was thinking on it. The message is essentially, we're no good on our own. Um, it's much better to be part of a collective or part of a family. Basically, to be alone is to be unhappy. And ostracised from yeah, society. To be yeah. part of, well, think of the theme song in the Lego movie. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Oh, right. right. Gotcha. And although that is a fairly nice message, I was sat there thinking, it's the same message from both films. Or what if I'm a dude who wants to be on his own? Like, what's this? Oh, you film don't think for like, yourself. Yeah, yeah like, what the crowd think. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, a sort of almost right wing propaganda. Mm. Similar to the Nazis. The Marry and reproduce. What well, the Nazis would use, yeah. Be part of us. If yeah. you're not part of us, then you're part of them. And, mm. and that. Mm. That's, well, that's propaganda. It's basically, is. if you're not part, if you're not with us, you're with them, and we don't like yeah. you. There's more of us than there's of you. There you go. Propaganda is to democracy what violence is to dictatorship. That's what Chomsky said. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I agree with that definitely. But well, then you go to World War Two. We had the British had a, a political warfare executive office, propaganda mm. and nothing else. Right. The Americans had the the Office of War Information. I mean, the Nazis made propaganda films. They made a Titanic film mm. where they, it was a massive budgeted thing. It cost millions of, of, of um, Reichs, Reichsmarks, whatever they were using, Reichsmarks. And obviously the guy on board who saved the day was the cool witty German or all the British and the Americans were running around like headless chickens. He was the yeah. one getting people off the boat and blah, and went down mm. with the ship heroically and then survived. Yeah, and so yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so... There wasn't propaganda films on yeah. both sides. You've seen The Great Dictator... Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. yeah. Well, I've seen the, the main speech from a chaplain speaks, yeah. Yeah, that speech is amazing. Yeah, it's it is. amazing. It is. And that isn't apparently that's not a political film, isn't it? A comedy film. Well, it's a comedy yeah. piss take of Hitler, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but that speech, people, that gets uh, um, sampled and put into oh, songs yeah. and so quoted. It, it is so excellent, good. isn't it? It's actually quite sort of um, goosebumpy, yeah, do you know what I mean? Definitely. It is. Oh, yeah. He was the world's most famous comedian, fucking yeah. telling it like it is. We're not machines. We are men. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. speech. And Look go and check it out. Never heard it. Yeah, yeah, go and check it out. It's Put in um, Charlie Chaplin. Great dictator speech. There you go. Because it's the only speech he ever did. He was silent. Uh, he was, and he also had a Hitler moustache. Did that come before or after the Great Dictator? Before. No, he always yeah. had the moustache. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it was, a, it was a, that's where Hitler got it yeah, from. He liked Charlie Chaplin. It was a clone moustache. <laughs> but. 
the thing is it made him stand out and 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 as and hitler had that cultist rhythm he said you need to stand out and that you should shave your mustache it's really because it stands out people immediately remember that and if you there's only you and charlie yeah. chaplin it's not a, <laughs> hey it's like oh it's not chaplin's other guy who is it there's only two of them oh hitler that's him <laughs> i know richard herring tried to bring it back yeah oh, no, no one's ever going to bring that yeah. back that I, style is dead can we just say well i love richard herring mm. I really like him. I've got his podcast on. Yeah, I listen to that. Hang on. The Hitler moustache is dead. Mm. Why isn't the Stalin big bushy moustache dead? Because he's not as famous. I watched watched Bill Burr, the comedian, talking about this. And he's like, in the sort of sporting leagues of evil dictators, Stalin gets shafted... Because nobody really knows about him. Or, well, you guys do. You're into your history and politics. But your average person doesn't know Stalin, but they know yeah. Hitler. And he did way worse, didn't he? His numbers are a lot higher anyway. Apparently. Well, he was in power for a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it, yeah. But, you know, he gets... Yeah, he did some pretty despicable things. It's like, you know, like Liverpool fans always going on about, you know, that time years ago when they were successful. Yeah. And there's been lots more teams doing a lot more successful things since then. But It's true. Yeah, I just compared Liverpool fans to Star <laughs> Something like that. I don't well, know. <laughs> anyway. They're all commie bastards. <laughs> no, the Liverpool fans are alright. They hate the no, sun. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're well, they had a good win today. Mm-hmm. I think... Oh, I was going to make a shit joke about the weather then, hating the sun, but it's gone. And it would have <laughs> been shit anyway. So, back to the propaganda. So, yeah, um, and then I mean Soviet propaganda as well. Well, they're have kind been, of the have daddies, been to, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, been to Berlin. We, we spoke of this last time. You can look <laughs> at one side and you've got grey and depressing and you can imagine there being big Soviet billboards on there yeah. at some point. And then you've got the West, which is brightly lit up. And when Stalin spoke, the last person to... Stop clapping yeah, was usually executed. Yeah, first person got shot. <laughs> but I mean, I think it was Khrushchev who came out and said that Stalinism was wrong, which was a, considered a massive thing at the time. Yeah. It's like, well, what? Hang on, you, you haven't been dead that long. Yeah. Fifty-four, something like that. Mm-hmm. I think Stalin died. Yeah. Khrushchev was uh, in for the missile crisis, wasn't he? It was late fifties. I think he's actually Stalin's direct sort of successor. I think he was. Yeah. And uh, so. For him to come out and say that was, but yeah, then do you he, know they alternate between their presidents having bald hair and having mm. hair. No, Putin's not bald. Russian, is he? Yeah. Oh, Putin is bald, isn't he? Yeah, Putin is. Apparently, that's. Wait, is Putin bald? I've got a memory blank. He's half and half. Putin, he's bald. Ing is. He's not bald. Or is he no, shaved? Yeah, he isn't bald. Uh, the one before him was he bald? Well, no, because it's been him and his mate for years, hasn't it? They've just alternated yeah. jobs. One's a prime minister, one's a president, mm. and they swap over, and then they swap over again. Yeah, well, apparently from sort of I don't know whenever, but it alternates bald hair, bald oh, hair, right. bald hair. No, might be a might be a job opportunity for me after all if the Soviets ever come back. What was the one? <laughs> what was the one with the big red tattoo on his head? Gorby. Yeah. Amazing. They love Gorby, the Russians apparently. Oh, is he one of them? He's the one that broke up the. Yeah. The Soviet Union, wasn't he? Back in the USSR. David Atteloff has parachuted into Berlin to sing. I've seen that footage. <laughs> Literally parachuted in, and I hope, anyway. I'm going to lose a lot of cool points, but 
I've been looking for freedom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know the song. Yeah. Well, but on the last episode, me, uh, on the last, that's the song he sang. Yeah. David Hasselhoff is a massive star. He sang. Yeah, yeah, they he's love him in Germany. He's big in Germany. Based yeah. purely yeah. on the fucking surname. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he's on the wall singing this song. That is, it, uh-huh. you couldn't get more like. 80s, 80s power pop. Yeah. Oh, it's very aspirational. Yeah, man. Oh. it is. Oh. It's oh. Like, These jeans are very tight. <laughs> they are. Hey, don't hassle the half. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact he's become a parody of himself nowadays. But he's in on it, though. Yeah, that's, that's, what that's I the beauty of it. And he's happy with it. Hey, yeah. I'm making money, bitch. Most <laughs> actors of my generation fade into obscurity. I'll guarantee you, if he's not in Expendables 4. Oh, <laughs> God. He's a big dude. But I did, I watched him. I watched the the re it's not a remake it's sort of a um, reboot of Baywatch Star. I've been meaning to watch that actually. Yeah. Okay, it's a comedy. Take it as what it is. Yeah, it's very tongue in cheek and silly. Comedy. Silly, yeah, yeah. But in the outtakes at the end, um, it's like David Hasselhoff sitting next to the rock, and um, it's in between takes, and David Hasselhoff like looks at the rock and like looks off to somebody off camera, and he's like. Do I just look like a silly little bastard sat next to him? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's in pretty good shape now. For that, you know. He's got maybe 60, isn't he? Anybody sits next to the rock and he's just like, well, he's a different species. <laughs> That's not fair. The bull with a human head. But, <laughs> but yeah, the half on that wall. And I mean, that's a bit propaganda. Of course, isn't it, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> Here's your Western superstar coming in, but he's a bit German sounding, so uh, it's all right. An American with a German surname. Well, hey, there's a lot of Germans in America. I mean, when uh, when they when they passed the bill back for the independence, they had a, a vote on what the official language should be, and it only narrowly one has been English out of the two, German hell. or English. So, yeah. imagine imagine, no, World, imagine World War One and Two if if America was a German speaking country, but with an American accent. Well, their whole culture would be more Germanic, wouldn't it? I know, yeah. Germanic. But I was just thinking... Yeah, but not as Germanic as Germany. For comedy reasons. <laughs> I can remember a bit of German from school, like, um, German with an American accent. Ich hasse. Ich hasse. John boy. Born in Texas. It been a... No, because it'd be like... It'd be like, it'd be like Texas Hoffman, and he'd be like, <laughs> Johann Kinder. My favourite German word? Is the word for ice skating. Schlitzschulaufen. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a word. I was a dumb cop. Just one of the classics. Du bist ein dumpf cop. Yeah. Oh, wunderbar. Scheiße cop. Yeah, Scheiße cop's a good one. Yeah. Fubar. It's not a German word, but kind of is. Schnell. Hurry up. Mm. We're going into war movies. You see that though. in a lot of war in, movies. In war movies. Schnell, schnell. Actually, it's something we never thought of, actually, when we were in war movies are fucking propaganda, oh, aren't they? every single war movie. I mean, America, the Americans never lost in Vietnam because they won every battle. You know, it's in a war movie. Hey, Charlie, don't surf, man. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my favourite. Score draw, crew cooks both sides. Voice when there's war. The, um, the British didn't do anything in World War Two. Oh, according to whose um, propaganda? According to Hollywood's propaganda. propaganda. Wow, yeah, um, of U571, Bon Jovi getting his fucking... Oh, I didn't mind seeing Bon Jovi get his head cut off, though, in all fairness. Bon Jovi was in a movie? Yeah. What that is was, Bon Jovi? <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was, like, a British ship that did that, and mm. there was a single American on it. Oh, Band of Brothers. Um, you ever seen that show? That's that's really mm. good, actually. Um, and they, they, they refer, like, twice the Brits in disparaging remarks... Uh, saving Private Ryan, they slag off Monty, who was the Brit. Oh, Monty's taking his time. And he's like, oh yeah, he's that guy's overrated. And you're like, 
What? <laughs> so basically, the Americans won World War Two. We were just there as bystanders. Mm. Um, back to I'm gonna. I mean the pa- fucking other patriot Mel Gibson. We are oh. fucking na- and braver. Mel Can Gibson has a, has a really fucking hard on for making us out to be proper Nazi bastards. I saw the patriot. Really fair, I saw the patriot in the cinema. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Conversation yeah. killer. Yeah. I think I may have been the only one. I do remember when the, that's the first time I'd seen uh, like a cannonball going along and removing legs as it were. Yeah, yeah. First time I'd seen that sort of represented on screen. That was cool. But um, back to it. Sorry, uh, I'm going to look really stupid now because I know the quote. And at the festivals, when we used to do the market store, we sold a lot of T-shirts that said, Charlie, don't surf. Yeah. That was a popular one. Charlie, are they referring to the end, the Vietnamese? Yes, uh, North right. Vietnamese Army and um, Victor Charlie Viet Cong. Okay. So Charlie, don't surf. Okay. Viet Cong, <laughs> military, um, I forget the name of the alphabet, but it's every every letter's got a... Mm. So my name in... in the phonetic alphabet, phonetic alphabet is, hey. is like Bravo Charlie. If oh, you're okay. referring to me, so mm. yeah. yeah, it's um. There you go. Well, so, yeah, Charlie, there you go. Charlie does the recording Charlies, and they, he didn't surf, and that no. is my favourite Vietnam film because mm. it's not so much of a propaganda film; it's showing how fucked up it was. Oh yeah, I think that was the, the idea. Horror, yeah. The horror of it. I mean, yeah. like platoon is kind of glorified in a way. Mm. I mean, platoon man, I've seen that for right. years. Yeah. It's that one with the, one with Mel. I was slagging off Mel Gibson earlier, but that uh, We Gibson. Were Soldiers once is actually a really good mm. Vietnam movie. I'm gonna say it here. Pretty good. Now, I think I said it before when we maybe talked about Mad Max. I fucking love Mel Gibson. I forgive him. He didn't insult me. I think he's all right. Oh, I love him. He didn't insult me. I'm not Jewish or a female police officer. Sugar, <laughs> sugar tits. Um, he didn't offend me. He let him back in. Come on, he's done his time. He did do a very good job of Hacksaw Ridge, I'll give him that. That was, that was brilliant. Lethal Weapon movies. That oh, lo- I think, guys, you got to look at nostalgia, man. It's not nostalgic. You know what? I've got them on my Netflix playlist. I'm going to re-watch them. I'm going to get back to you. They're absolute... And if, I, if they're not... I'm, I'm going, I think, rose-tinted glasses are No, I think him sprinting up the fucking street with fucking chasing a car and... Oh, I, I nah, they have a very special place in my heart those movies um, well, I, did I, they do a fifth recently no number four was in the early 2000s no, I would say and that was alright it had Jet Li in it yeah and I didn't love I'm, I'm really too old for this shit now yeah. it was okay but number one and two man come on diplomatic immunity it's just been revoked yeah <laughs> alright okay I'll give you that I'll give you that bit <laughs> Alright, anyway. so Mike, you've got some stuff to tell us. Anyway, I have fake news. so let's go on to the fake news. Consent. Manufacturing of consent, which is hashtag me too. In 1988, Chomsky and another dude. Another dude. <laughs> I forget his name. They wrote a book called Manufacturing Consent, and it blew away the notion of media as a check of political power. Wow. In <coughs> other words, they're telling you what you want to hear. Yeah. Media, media manufactures consent by telling us what we want to hear so we can fall in line. Democracy is staged by the help of the media that act as a propaganda machine. And that is true, as you said. I mean, fake news, the whole point of the episode. Most fake news is shared by Trump supporters, yeah. apparently, according to the, uh, f- the internet algorithms. I don't know, you might have some of it in your notes. Um, Sigmund Freud's nephew... Edward Bernays, yeah. Didn't you look at him then? I did. We, did we mention, I think we mentioned him last week, didn't we? Am I jumping ahead? Did we talk about how he... Basically, the whole reason that youth 
think yeah, we, of yeah, bacon we, and eggs as a healthy meal. Is because he got it into the American... Yeah. Oh, well, the farming association or industry was like, look, we need to shift some eggs. Yeah. Or bacon, or the two. And he, yeah. he literally used a media campaign to convince everyone. And I'm not saying it's wrong, because eggs have been proven to be good for you, but the idea of bacon and eggs together for breakfast... Literally comes from an advertising yeah. campaign in the yep. uh, was it 60s? Yeah, I haven't got the date, but it was 60s. Yeah, I mean, he got the women. Same to... happened in this country. Now, to us, it's tradition because we, when we were born, it was already a thing, and the, our next generation of children, it's already a thing. But it came from a yeah. fucking advertising company. Now, that's propaganda too, isn't it? Of course, yeah. it is. I yeah. mean, they're not getting us to do something political, but they are. They're getting us to buy a product. Yeah, but yeah. not just buy it though, to actually. Yeah. For us to believe and for it to become a tradition, yeah. where what do you want for breakfast? Bacon and eggs. Yeah, it's the standard. Yeah. Same in this breakfast. country, the milk in the eighties. Mm. They pushed milk. Yeah. Well, they we used to drink it at school, didn't we? Yeah. Had it for free until it was taken until away she from took us. Took it. The bitch. The fucking ding dong. The witch is dead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want to know the five uh, filters of mass media machine? The five filters of the mass media machine. Can okay. we do? Can we do two and then I have a piss break? I like your thinking. Well, we'll go now then for a piss break. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I like your thinking. I too. like your thinking too. <laughs> because I'd rather start and start and stop all time. The audience will never know. Might be seamlessly edited. Well, I can get the mouse over. <laughs> Leave this. And back on the seamless urination break. <laughs> so they never know if we didn't tell them everything. I know, no, I but I lied to. I mean, why lie to them? We're sitting here drinking beer. We're gonna peel up. Yeah. So the five filters of the, the mass, mass media machine. So the first one is ownership. Mm-hmm. Okay, critical journalists take a back seat to the needs of corporation and profit. Yeah, so we know yeah. all that, don't we? Yeah, because the corporations own the media. That's it. Okay. Advertising. The media is selling you as a product. Hmm. Okay. Because they sell, they make money from the advertisers. Of course. So they're selling your viewing to advertisers. Yeah, like when I go onto Facebook and the next thing I know, I've got something I've viewed on Amazon popping up there. So what's Amazon has sold, yeah. has given that to Facebook. Yeah, so what's so more important to them, you or the advertisers? Well, the advertisers, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm a tool to be yeah. throwing stuff at and make them spend my money. On that point, I, I bought a set of dumbbells about four years ago in a brief window where I was like, I'm going to get fit. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that. Yeah. I am still to this day mm. direct adverted on sites that I go yeah. on. There will be health equipment and weight <laughs> that was four years ago a tragic few months of my life where i really thought mm. i was going to do it um and it did did you see that brilliant i can't remember which politician it was but it was somebody moaned about um some uh, seeking muslim um girls sort of dating type thing uh, had been advertised to him. Oh, right, I got you. Yeah, and yeah. he'd made a public complaint about it. It's a top British politician oh. who was like, this is disgusting, and then somebody else had written underneath. I think someone needs to point out to him how the fucking advertising algorithm <laughs> works, because you've clearly yeah, been doing some yeah. Googling, son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Oh yeah, it's very clever. Well, but, so yeah. so they're telling us the news, but their most important thing is the advertisers. Of course, yeah. of course. Is. The, the news, New York Times, sixty percent is advertising, forty percent news. Wow. Mm. That's I assume that's probably the same for most newspapers. So you could so. look at it then quite simply as that the news outlets, be it television, newspaper, or what are yeah. essentially just vehicles for the advertising. It's not yeah. the other way around. No. It's not the news is broken up by adverts, it's the adverts are broken yeah. up by the audience. Basically news. look like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do you wanna know who owns the media then? Go on then. Lizards. Yeah. Apart, from, uh, apart from lizards. Okay. Lizards. Uh, in 1983, in the US, 50 companies own 90% of the news media. Right. Jesus. Today, that has gone down to six. Whoa. Wow. I thought General, 50 was a small yeah, number. Yeah. Right. General Electric, News Corp, which is our friend Murdoch, mm. Disney, Viacom, Time Warner and CBS own 90%. Who was the first one, sorry? General Electric. What do they want with the news? <laughs> They used to make jet engines. Well, that's what all these co- companies do. They do fucking toasters. They're electrical people. What do they want? Fucking. Uh, they want us to buy more fucking cars. That's what they want. If they own a channel, how many? You know, how many? They're going to be selling their cars, aren't they? Not going to cost them a penny to advertise. Well, on, oh, yeah. on cars then, and it's fairly timely. Is what Elon Musk has done with his um, by sending his Tesla car into space, as he's done at the time of recording a few days ago. Is that propaganda for his company, mm. or is that a billionaire having a laugh? It's the best fucking advertising you can have. It's certainly yeah. how long? How long will wow. that battery last <laughs> in wow. that car to keep pumping out um, David Bowie? Everybody knows now that there's a Tesla car in space. Yeah, and what if that collides with the, the ISS? Apart from the flat Earth people. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the flat Earth the people? The flat Earth people are not having it. It's Photoshop. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's fake. Because there's no such thing as space travel. Going to them well, dumb a lot bastards. of people have said those that, poor dumb uh, bastards. But I did hear that uh, some people do think that the whole reason Elon went to the extra trouble of uh, putting the car on the rocket and having cameras and all that was to get those photos and to massively troll the flat earth quote unquote community he has, com- he has been trolling he them a bit actually fucking recently. hates them yeah good on him i'm glad there's a billionaire who isn't evil but didn't he also make a massive he sold a lot of flamethrowers the other day did you hear that yeah yeah, I did. Oh, what's that all about? Is the alternative to guns? No, 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 no. It's like party flamethrowers or something like that. They're party flame. Oh. They're like, for like a birthday gift, they're a novelty gift, but they cost like $300 each. I was thinking, oh man, I'd love a novelty flamethrower. Imagine the fun I could have with a flamethrower. Drunk people and flamethrowers. <laughs> Not a In America, Americans and flamethrowers. Yeah. No offence. <laughs> all right. Okay. Southern Americans and flamethrowers. <laughs> You know, the ones where everyone's got a gun, or several. <laughs> the gun rack has a gun rack. That kind of place, you do not want... Man, do you think I threw the books anyway? <laughs> they got no teeth, so. <laughs> Exactly. And you know what they'll say, British people have bad teeth. Excuse me, yeah. have you ever been to a trailer park? <laughs> That's the first thing meth gets rid of, is your teeth. Well, any body weight and then your yeah. teeth. Yeah. So, on, to the, on to the next one, Mike. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. You've well, been you... savaged by your own cat. Yeah. <laughs> Little shit. <laughs> you think for carrier bags, you yeah. may want to move up. Oh, because, uh, uh, there's cake in there as well. Don't eat a birthday cake, Chester. Boxes and carrier bags, it looks like <laughs> it. 
So, should we go to the UK media? Yes. Let's go for it. In 2015, three companies control 71% of newspaper circulation. Holy shit. Six companies own 80% of local newspapers. Oh, yeah, because I know the shops you start are local newspapers, like all part of the Express yeah, star. Star. Yeah, it all gets filtered down. Just yeah. follow the parent companies, it yeah. gets smaller and smaller, doesn't it? Two companies own 40% of radio. Fucking hell. And 67% of digital radio. Wow. Yeah. Google has 88.6% of all UK web searches. Wow. Then they control the results yeah. of what you find. And nobody ever goes to page two. No, they don't. Unless you're a real pervert. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I've been to page four. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and he came back alive. Oh, yeah. And without criminal conviction. <laughs> and just to show how influential they can be, in the last election... 95% of tabloid editorials were anti-Corbyn. Wow. 95? Yeah. So he did pretty well. Yeah, he did, against all that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck and he nearly, me. he nearly, nearly did it, didn't he? He improved anyway. He certainly oh, improved. Oh, Jeremy Corbyn. I don't know why, but I think last week it may have, may have come up that Jeremy Corbyn had like a, I could be confusing two stories, but all I can remember is Jeremy Corbyn having a, an illuminous penis and singing the song as he got it on with his... Dwight and Abbott. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Anyway, sorry, that so was last week. Through the filters, as we've had ownership and advertising. Yep. There's complicity. Uh, the system encourages it. Access granted to favourable journalists. And oh, those see, that yeah. challenge power are shut out. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, if... If all like, if I'm writing a, an article about the Westminster paedophile scandal, chances I'm going to find myself have a job as opposed to someone who's telling you what yeah, wonderful yeah, exactly. people the Tory government are. But you're not going to be hired in the first place because you, you're only going to hire people that are either going to be right wing because that's what all the newspapers are. Or most of them, anyway. Or most of them. Bastards. Yeah. Fucking, fucking bastards. And then, well, another way to do it is flack. They discredit sources, trash stories and reputations. So, if anyone goes against the grain, yeah. how many people are crucified, you know, in the British media? Look at um, Gary Nicker, remember mm. him? Oh, I remember he's Gary. Start, he's mm. started to say some stuff, hasn't he, about he's, all these... Uh, every now and then says something political, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, and immediately he's they jumped on by the likes of the sun. Because isn't he a bit socialist or something? Mm. Like, he is, uh, but he still has that tax haven home. Mm. Yeah, but at least he hasn't forgotten kind of completely where he came from. He's from Leicester, he's speaking he up about played there. At least he's speaking up, yes, yeah. so it's that. Um, I like he Gary Lineker. He gets kid. flack for it, doesn't he? Mm. So at least he's... I'll never forgive Gary. He never wrote back to me when I was a kid. Oh. <laughs> never forgive him for does that. Does that explain all the anger there? Yeah, it pretty does. And the reggae bucks. Should we rename it the Gary bucks? <laughs> no, no. I, he's still the best match of the day presenter. Yeah, definitely. And he was pretty good at tap-ins. He was. <laughs> Could be with a football team. Yeah, hey, that was my era. I was well into it back then. <laughs> Italian nineties. Yeah, <laughs> I was seven. <laughs> uh, the last one is enemy. So they uh, a common boogeyman. A bit of fear helps uh, corral public opinion. Oh, you mean like that's the where we get it from? Because your average person's uh, experience with the Muslim. 
is usually taking home and attacks you're serving them food yeah it's not an unpleasant thing or a victim of violence you average person so where does their idea that they are the bad guy come from well we don't have to be fucking media no. professors or sociologists no. We're What's fucking it? three amateur fucking podcasters who know full fucking well yeah. it comes from the fucking television. I mean, yeah. you're exposed to it constantly. It's where all your thoughts and yeah. ideas come from. Exactly. Well, uh, not a all. A good example is Gaddafi. Mm. I mean, in the beginning... That was a very sexy sort of moan you <laughs> made was, there. because... Did Gaddafi, the uniform do it for you, or was it the beard? Gaddafi was a friend of the West. Tony he was... I remember all that. Yeah. Tony was made to him. I've seen the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, he was the um, oh well, he was the guy we sent all our suspects off yeah. to be interrogated and water because we couldn't waterboard no. them because mm-hmm. of our Libya. you know so we sent them off to be tortured horribly in Libya and then they gave us what they told them. Yeah, and so did they make him sort of uh, one of the lo- one bomb- of the boys lockery bombings. They made him sort of take blame for that, didn't they? I think they Apparently made he something. came out later and said that they didn't do it and they made me take the blame or something. Yeah, we don't well, know how true that is. Well, we did bomb him, so... Well, well look, yeah. ten years ago, you're shaking hands yeah. and posing for photos with Tony Blair. Ten years later, you were literally having a bayonet shoved into your anus by your own people yeah. as you beg yeah. for your fucking life. So, Saddam and who did all that? Saddam, Saddam. was eight. Yeah, he was all right, wasn't he? We were fighting he Iran. was in the 80s when, he, when, yeah. when he was fighting Iran, absolutely. Yeah, we were giving him loads mm-hmm. of shit. The Mujahideen, they were our friends when they were oh, fighting Soviets. You know, there's still a ransom out for the missiles we gave, well, the Yanks, the Americans gave them. They're the Stinger missiles, air to air, grown mm-hmm. to air missiles. Yeah. Hold, them in your, hold them on your shoulder, uh, boom it off. They're in every 80s war they're movie. in every 80s war movie. Yeah. Um, in Commando, that woman fires it backwards. Possibly. The black lady. No, she's, have they got the four on uh, yeah, it might have been. No, but yeah, different, um, here's an unrelated factoid, though, but that's what we do. The movie Commando, starring Arnold, Yeah. the sort of mixed-race lady, I don't know if that's the politically correct term that you use now, I'm sorry if I've offended anyone, but you know who I mean. Yeah. She is the daughter of Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong fame. No way. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's not black. But his yeah. wife was at the yeah. time. Um, oh. Obviously, if anyone's confused. But yeah, anyway. But anyway, them missiles, they gave them like a couple of hundred of them. The yeah. CIA did. They were, these things were brand spanking fucking new. They probably haven't even been issued to US forces yet. And they went, oh yeah, oh yeah, them Soviet helicopters are causing some problems. Have these Stinger missiles. Yeah. They reckon there's about 150 unaccounted for. I think the, bud, the, the reward was about 50 million last time. Shit. I but, heard. What did you use? The Mujahideen? The yeah, they were the, the... I haven't heard that name for a long time. Is that who like everyone was fighting in the 80s? Yeah, That's Rambo, who Rambo fought. Rambo 3 fought yeah, yeah, yeah. with the Mujahideen. He was fighting the Soviets who were invading oh. Afghanistan. Oh, okay. Rambo... And then the film was dedicated to them. Yeah, they were our friends. Oh. They were our mates. And we gave they them were fight... training and weapons. And then yeah, we, had the ISIS. S- we had the SAS train them. The Americans had their special forces train them. And then they ended up being the Taliban. Oh. And then they ended up being ISIS because they passed that training on to the next generation of guys who've had their homes bombed by yeah by the all West. the bad shit yeah. going on in the world you can trace it back to our actions pretty much well yeah and then um, rocky uh, rambo 3 sorry that's the one where sylvester Stallone uses gunpowder and that's fire all. to seal his wound that's it and he makes the same noise that he makes when mickey dies in rocky 3 <laughs> <laughs> well He's a very one-dimensional actor, <laughs> Stallone, but my God, he no, gets us all... Fuck, I love Sylvester Stallone. He's no Arnie. Oh, well. No, he's no Arnie. No, but who is, though? Who is? Hmm. 
He's A-list. Don't get me wrong, there's two A-list oh, action stars, there's Stallone and the Schwarzenegger. That's in no particular order, that's just the way I pronounce the names. Yes. But then you go, to your lesser extent, to your... Mm. Uh, well, well the, back in the day, it was your Van Damme and your Seagal. And I think the difference between nowadays you've got your, your Statham, he's B list, he's mm. a B, B action star. Well, your you Schwarzenegger know? and your Stallone, it's a bit like the Beatles and the Stones. Um, Schwarzenegger, yes, he was the man, but Stallone was actually writing, producing, yeah. directing. Arnold just turned up, said the cool shit, and looked amazing. <laughs> So, yeah, but love them both. There's room for both in this world. There is. Let's Always not, has been. Let's not have the debate. Always will be. No, nope. yeah. it's, it's just an Enjoy them both. It's like the Messi-Ronaldo thing. Who's better? Who gives Who a shit? Let's feel yeah. blessed. We live that's in a time it. where we can watch both. Now, that's an attitude I can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat filters. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a reference to Ben's reggae box, which is where he puts everything he hates. <laughs> oh, yes. Are we going to do a little thing about that, are we? I think it should yeah. become a weekly... Um, I think so. Coming yeah. next week, then I'll explain to you why I hate Snapchat filters. Okie dokie. Love it. Okay, should we get back to this? Yes. Yeah. Should we, should we learn how the uh, the media set the agenda? Let's do that. Uh, by the selective topics. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know anything about the... Um, War on no, the war in Syria at the moment, but I know that. Uh, what is it? No, it isn't because you know we got RAF guys out there bombing stuff, and I, I don't know nothing about that. But I know that England beat Wales in the rugby. <laughs> oh, that's a big news story, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Well, we we have touched on this before. Where, like um, basically, when there's some sort of massive celebrity scandal, something that really you know is shoved down everybody's throats and gets everybody gossiping usually coincides with some sort of military action it does um, which isn't reported and like, once again this isn't fucking conspiracy theory this no. is like you can see it in action yeah um, I got some evidence later I'll prove okay. it uh, they also uh, use emphasis so they emphasise mm. on the bits that they want to talk about right so uh, you know an article might be like 50-50 sort of positive-negative, but they might only choose to emphasise on the positive or you have negative. The, or you have their point of yeah. view at the top in big, bold, That's black it. letters. Like, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, gave Johnny Taliban a pounding today yeah. in big letters. And, yeah, and then it'll be like... And then the bad news will be sort of in the middle, three-quarters down, a couple of people died. Yeah. And then oh, if there was a British casualty, yeah. that would be in big headlines, you know. Yeah, but if any, any but local any, civilians, that would be yeah. at the bottom. Oh, yeah, if, like, if 50 civilians died because a bomb fell yeah. in the wrong building, then... Yeah, I'd oh, say about that. Yeah, be, also, yeah. 50 civilians died when a bomb was misdirected onto a building. Uh, yeah. And that would be... So yeah. yeah. Framing of issues, that's the same sort of thing. Yeah. Well, apparently... Filter, oh, oh, sorry, I was going to say, in the, yeah, I've heard Joe Rogan talk about this, is that in the... St- we won't know because we're here in the UK, but in the States, apparently, he's sort of done an experiment with himself that... You can flick between Fox and um, CNN yeah. and see them discussing the same issue in two completely yeah. different ways, different two audience. completely yeah. different spins, which he then says gives you all the evidence you fucking need to know that, well, this is yeah. clearly bollocks. The actual truth of factual yeah. matter isn't being reported it's spin yeah. and opinion have you seen that documentary I think it's called Out Fox or something it's about Fox mm. News yeah no uh, how much of a propaganda machine it is mm. and it, it's, it, it, it basically debunks the whole thing you know whole Fox News as a mm. news corporation it's well, just an advertising machine you know the guy who I don't know his name but you might know him he's an American um, 
politician, the one who's very much against, and he's the one stopping the massive marijuana legalization momentum. Oh, that fucking. Do you know uh, what he's? That's what Do you know what he's tried linking it to now? You know there is an opiate epidemic mm. which comes from prescription drugs. Mm. He is now trying to claim that marijuana Ugh. is the gateway into those painkiller mm. addictions. No, not that, your fucking doctor. That's not having a healthcare crisis yeah. and people just doping themselves up yeah, on the yeah. government. And the government, more importantly, the government being practically owned by the mm. pharmaceutical. Well, it's industry. down to doctors oversubscribing. Very, very powerful opiate-based painkillers, uh, willy-nilly because they have a certain amount to get rid of. They have a quota. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's all about money. Yep. But then these people either trying to get off it or can't get another prescription because they're like, oh, well, you're addicted. We're not giving you any more. And are then forced onto street heroin and yep. street opiates. Yeah. Nothing to do with marijuana. And the only reason they're trying to fight against marijuana is the damage it will do to the pharmaceutical um business mm. and they know that it's not a health thing he doesn't truly believe if he does he's a moron and shouldn't be allowed he shouldn't have a driving no, license they're all morons no but i they're don't all think morons, i know guys. them but do you get what i mean yeah. he's yeah. not so stupid oh yeah oh no he's protecting he's protecting his interests yeah. assuming, but they're still all morons yeah, yeah. his narrative mm. yeah isn't hemp a more efficient building source yeah. than timber yeah. as yeah. well uh that you can make Clothing, you can make a sort of chipboard type construction material. You can uh, burn the fuel from the seeds. Uh, You can smoke it. The first written word, I think, was written on hemp paper. Yeah. Um, I I could be wrong. If I wear hemp clothing, if I sweat, Mm -hmm. will the hemp seep into my skin and get me... There's no THC (laughs) in the hemp clothing. But uh, also, I believe the first ship... They should do that. Ships that sailed the world um, and discovered America and all that sort of thing, they would have had hemp ropes and hemp sails yeah, they because did. they yeah, lasted yeah, in that. the yeah. salt. Yeah, yeah. They could survive so the salt it, water. And they would be picked apart again by orphans. And mm. So was it the used? cotton industry or something? There? Something. It was, it was, it was paper a paper mills. Timber paper industry in the paper mills, yeah. yeah. Because Got, for marijuana, again. it was the alcohol companies. Yeah. Mm. You know, they didn't want and now, this thing that people could grow, which was, mm. you know... A direct rival to alcohol, so they said that the Mexicans are bringing it in and it was making you into a murderer. And think of, I don't think we have this problem, is not as rampant in the UK as it seems to be in America because we have the NHS <coughs> at the moment. And it's not just painkillers, the opiate um, epidemic. There's sort of, uh, think of think of all the people, essentially, the point I'm trying to make is who, instead of having the prescribed antidepressant or Adderall, and, which is basically speed, all these things, instead of that, they just like their nice marijuana cigarettes at the end of the day, like us three gentlemen here. Do. Yep. That is someone who isn't spending fucking money on your government-sponsored, yep. sanctioned fucking product. Mm. It's so wrong. And, you know, all these children that whose seizures can be stopped. I mean, videos, I'm bombarded yeah, with videos on Facebook. They're horrific, aren't they? But you could, they could be stopped with yeah. this hemp oil and think, but... That doesn't suit the, it's like, no, you buy into our health system, you buy these fucking drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Follow the money. And it all ties into exactly what we're talking about is, and you know people like, we know from experience, we're marijuana users. But my mum, for example, let's say, she watches the news and gets all her information from the television. She still has her doubts. Still, even though I've been using it for years and I've never lost a job and, you know, still has her doubts in her mind that it's not, Mm -hmm. it's, 
drugs. I bet she likes a glass of sherry. Oh, fuck me. She loves a glass of booze before bed. Yeah, bless her. But it's all propaganda. It's all she's been programmed and told this information. That's it. That's the way they do it. I mean, it's all right. It's so I really dislike the the anti-vax movement. It's a very similar thing. Mm. I really dislike it, and it's the point where if anyone I know shares an anti-vax or anything remotely similar, I will immediately call them a fucking wanker and say, "Stop pissing about." I know you are. Yeah, I know you're going to. I know what you're going to hit me with because you've done this before. So, oh, bother then. I'm interested because I think my stance might be similar to your. Mine might be right in the middle. Mm. I think I'm on the fence with that one. I don't think I know. Well, I'll tell you, I know I haven't got enough information. No, that's it. That's it. it. Yeah, exactly. But I, I'd like to say that. How does he know that there isn't? Because I'm listening to fucking professional and, people. I'm yeah. not listening to Jenny McCarthy, yeah. who's going to tits out in Playboy. Hey, right? what about nothing wrong with that. Robert De Niro. Yeah, all right, great. I love Robert De Niro. He's a fantastic actor, but. He's not a fucking doctor. No, he's not saying Look at polio. Yeah. It's gone. Look at measles. It was reduced. Now it's on the up because these dumb fucks aren't vaccinating their kids. You're killing your own fucking children. Yeah, but he's saying that he he has a he thinks that there's a direct correlation between his son's or autism. Autism happens. It's one of them things. You but, don't know though, do you? But what I would say is... Well, yeah, we do. I mean, we'll all put it on the fucking scale okay. somewhere. Look, well, yeah, that's true. In yeah. principle... Okay, in principle, obviously I can see that if they're saying this vaccine will stop you or your child from getting this disease, I can understand that being a good thing, but then I could also put on my tinfoil hat, or not even my tinfoil no, hat, but I could also say I don't know what the yeah. fuck that is. I have you can no find idea. I'm putting my done. complete faith in you. In yeah, but Ben, you're listening to doctors me. that are being paid by the drug Our doctors aren't. Our British doctors aren't getting paid by them, for fuck's sake, they what I was on about in America. Good, but it's starting to spread over to here now. But even our doctors, though, let's say they're not paid to do that, but they are still yeah. taking it on... What about the Hippocratic Oath? Well, like, what about Harold Shipman? <laughs> <laughs> he was doing his bit for the NHS, <laughs> <laughs> the elderly population. But you know what I mean? Like, they, OK, yeah. they might not be paid, being paid the British doctor, but the yeah, British but doctor that, is still yeah, being given lecture. those drugs yeah. and told, this is the drug yeah. you push. And you don't think that one doctor... Or even a group of doctors will come out and mm. say, you know what, that ain't great. You all, all they've ever had is one report mm. who was immediately well, discredited by the British I'm sure Radio they've had more. No, because all the doctors that report. do speak out about it are, are disappeared. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Mm, yeah. No. Either way, that I think that's misinformation on a scale that affects us as a species. Yeah. I think it's very complicated. Well, yeah. You know, we it, have it to look. We mm. have to look towards science as the future. Yeah. Right, to maintain the survival of the species. And if you've got people who have like no experience in medicine, I mean, people study, doctors study for like 10 years to, to even get Seven. into a hospital, whatever. It's a long time. <laughs> it's a long fucking time and a lot of money. Mm. And they are effectively the most important person in society because if you get sick, no one else knows what the shit to do to you. Yeah, but Ben, they don't, they don't know what every drug does. They just no. get told from above. They're no, but it's even so, but it's, these things have been through trials. I mean, the, the amount yeah. of stuff in them is, is what negligible. What you're trying things happen in trials in the past. No, I'm you? not saying that. And my God, we've seen enough um, yeah. streams fo- streamed football to see American uh, drug adverts. Oh. Where it tells us, so if you experience these side effects, <laughs> just <laughs> taking it, you're like, 
Shit, should I be taking that at all? That's what I mean. Like, but I've spent America- better standards in the NHS, so everything's come through and been tested. Because maybe I think NHS started giving out drugs and started giving people liver cancer or something. Here we go. I mean, it just wouldn't fall. Just before I forget, it's yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Formaldehyde, obviously, yeah, was not I don't know for him, but I, I, I bet you can go through hundreds of different drugs in the past that have been taken off because they've mm. had bad side effects. We should go back to the old days when these doctors used to prescribe opiates. <laughs> Here's cigarettes. some lithium. Here's some lithium and some fags. Well, there you go. Go back to trepanin. Something to do. I'm going back to lithium and fags. You go back to trepanin. Well, this is on point to the subject, and it's very current this week, and it involves the NHS. Um, I don't know the number, but there was in the UK uh, the week just gone a massive march, stroke protest on the streets, wasn't it? In support. Yeah, I think it was sixty thousand people, something like that. In support of the NHS, Mr. Trump tweets uh, images of this protest and says that it's an anti-NHS. Oh, fuck's sake! Yeah, right. He's then corrected by. Many people are oh, apparently our health secretary or somebody like that. Who Even everyone, Jeremy Hunt said well, no, it's somebody who everyone hates, but as yeah. now his approval points have gone up because they've tweeted Trump like you fucking cockhole. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but despite the fact that he's been corrected, he has not tweeted a well, reaction no. or a. Yeah, he won't. So because it's out there now. Exactly. So, yeah, but fit so how many Americans are out there now though going? Yeah. The goddamn NHS in the UK, they're protesting in the streets. It That's doesn't it. work because of that one fucking tweet they saw. It goes back to perception is reality. Boom. Whatever you perceive well, Perception, is your deception, St. Ike. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it, hey, it has been mentioned for a while. On Mr. Ike, I was waiting to bring this up. I didn't need to make notes on this because I know this yeah. bit. One of the ways Mr. Ike got me into him before I quite realised the depths of insanity. <laughs> Allegedly. Love you, St. Ike. <laughs> I saw him do a documentary where he put it in such a simple way, and I don't think these are his ideas, he might have got them somewhere else, but I'm like, wow. So he basically, he stood in front of um, the Houses of Parliament, and he's on the bit of grass where all the news reporters do their... Yeah, Parliament Square. Know, yeah. yeah, you know, they have their back to uh, Parliament, and the camera's there. And he essentially said, all your information comes from this man standing here, telling it to you like it's fact, yeah. factual. He said, all that man is, is a repeater. He goes over to there and he points to the Houses of Parliament and he's told from them what the story is and what the message is. He then turns to you, to camera, and repeats it as if it is fact. Yeah. And then you absorb that. And all he is doing is repeating. But we trust these sources as if, Oh, no, I was going to say gospel. We know we don't think it's gospel, do we? Well, we but, don't, but, but a lot we, of people do. Yeah, but oh, a lot yeah. of people do sit there with ITN News, BBC yeah. News, whatever the nightly news is on, whatever channel, Channel 4, yeah. Sky, whatever they're watching. Essentially, these men in the shirt and ties... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ...who yeah. we trust, they're repeaters, he calls I them. I remember. They're just well, they're, repeaters. They're, they're, their name, reporters, Wait. is self isn't it? They are reporting yeah. on what they've been told. On what they have it's been like, told. It's like, if I... If I Send, said to, to Mike, go and tell Gaz this, and your pop gentleman mm-hmm. went and didn't tell Gaz this. He's only reporting for mm-hmm. me, aren't you? You're nothing more than an errand boy, essentially, yeah. as a reporter. I remember as a kid, I asked my dad, why do you watch the news? And he said, because I want to know what's going on in the world. That was his answer. Well, you, and now, it's, it's, an admiral, it. it's an admiral answer. Yeah, but he... But. he Nowadays. He know what's going on in the world. He knows what they want him to know about what's going on in the world. That's Why exactly is it, you know, it works, yeah, look at all the tragedies that go on in this country. 
the disabled are being fucking persecuted. Why is that not front page news every day? Because it's, well, the, it's the same people that own the press are in. It's multi-layered as well, though, isn't it? Because um, there's an even darker element to it. Uh, is yes, they're controlling the message and the narrative, but they're also trying to sell fucking newspapers and turning people against mm, the very yeah. people who've been who are being discriminated against with the, yeah. with the, the cuts and things like that. Shall I, mean, I say what Chomsky says about it? Go on, then. We live entangled in webs of endless deceit. We live in a highly indoctrinated society where elementary truths are easily buried. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I hesitate to talk about this in case there is something quite wrong with me, but I haven't been to a doctor in 10 years. Okay. Now, I do realise that before I'm 40, I'm 35 today, it might be advisable for me just to go and have a little MOT checkup. But I haven't been in 10 years. Now, my point is, I guess, in those 10 years, yes, I've been ill. Mm. I've had pain, I've had infected wounds at one time, or wounded, um, and I've dealt with all those things with ibuprofen, alcohol, cannabis, and some class A's. <laughs> Only some. And I am adamant, I'm sure if I had have been a, to a doctor in the last 10 years, I would have been prescribed all sorts of things, told you need to do this, blah, 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 but I haven't, and I feel okay. Now, this could turn out to be a massive tactical error. I could have some, yeah. sort of, some sort of illness that's easily curable that I don't know about that's killing me slowly from the inside. But I feel okay. So my point is, like... Why is... Let me tell you this. If you go to the doctor at 40, you're going to lose your anal virginity. Oh, yeah, I'm aware mm. of that, yeah. Um, the, um, I've already had it done. Believe me, not a pleasant experience. Confirm my sexuality for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that apparently, really was not pleasant. Apparently the man's G-spot's meant to be in his it meant to be, It's meant to be, but it wasn't a pleasant experience for me. Let's put it that way. Do you know what? When I'll tell you a name off air, Ben, because we know her. This happened when I was 15. She was very ahead of her time. I was receiving oral sex from this young lady, age 15, and thinking, well, this is the most wonderful <laughs> thing in the universe. And, like, now I know what I'm I still alive. think it is now. Yes. <laughs> she then, age 15, suggested to me that she might put a finger up my bum. <laughs> and I said to her, why? <laughs> and she said, what you've just said, well, apparently that's where the male G-spot is. And 15-year-old me looked at her and said, my G-spot is fucking hanging from the middle of my fucking torso, trust me. We don't need to go exploring for it. But she was ahead of her time, wasn't she? Yeah. I'll tell you the name of her. Thank you. I'm um, intrigued to know. Anyway, she's out there somewhere and I salute you. But, um, I didn't let her do it. Right away. Anyway. anyway, that went down a dark hole. Hey! <laughs> Give us some Chomsky, yeah, Mike, please. Give us some Chomsky, raise the tone. First of all, he deserves the king of puns. <laughs> he does, oh, yeah. actually. We yeah, get the crown of puns, sir. And it's there my birthday. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about uh, genocide. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Can I have I, a piss for genocide? Yeah. <laughs> this is the second time I've said it, just for a pause, but I fucking love this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to finish making the points on how they set the agenda. Okay. While we're recording now. Yeah, we did a section of topics, emphasis, framing of issues and filtering information. We also banned the debate within certain limits. Is that like question time, having like it's a like, pro-Tory yeah, audience kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, basically. It's like having, it's like before Corbyn, we had 
the Tory party or the the centrist Labour Labour Party, don't gotcha. I mean? Yeah. And they would only have that debate in between them two. Yeah. Anything to the extreme of either of them was not. Would, yeah, it was yeah. not. Oh, it's not mainstream politics if we won't talk about it. it changed obviously because yeah. Corbyn and UKIP changed everything really in this country. Sadly, for UKIP. I know. Yeah, we might say sadly because they don't. It is sad because we don't agree with their views, but the fact that they're part of the discussion. I can't believe I'm saying this is. Possibly a good thing. Well, it is to a point, but do you know what I'm saying? Chomsky said, Chomsky said, if we don't believe in freedom of expression for people we despise, we don't believe in it at all. Yeah, but I'd yeah. argue that some people have views that are too. I, I I do agree in this country we have hate laws. Yeah, we so do. If, yeah. we, if anyone speaking causes somebody to go and do some violence on somebody yeah. else, that is against the law. Yeah. yeah. In America, they don't have it. Mm. I'd rather have that hate law. Yeah, so would I. No, but, but this me, is where, you know, I. It's well, dodgy, but it keeps yeah. coming up me talking about it. But in America, with what's happening now, is the alt right. They're not Nazis. They're not even far right. Well, some of them are. Well, you'll get that in. So it's you just can't a PR really. Our name, guys. I mean, it's still. It's a PR name, but they're they're not the far. You are allowed to be a conservative. Making right? it alt right is just making it a bit more acceptable for someone that's no. got. Oh, I don't like I don't like Indians very much, no, so no, I'm going to no. go. I'm I the alt right. I, I honestly, think, and then but that's a gateway then. No, that's but I honestly think the alt right is it's. So I have heard it said it's just a media creation, to be honest. But to me, it's younger conservatives, right? So it's yeah. not your old guard of Republicans in America. It's younger people who are a bit more liberal and a bit more open-minded. But this is where, uh, what you've just said, where it ties in. The SJWs are oh, not I, yeah, allowing these yeah. people to speak. They're calling their opposing ideas hate speech because they're maybe not wanting to use the pronouns, uh, prefixes that the transgender people... So. Essentially, an alt right person turns uh, up to do a speech. The SJWs protest and shut down that speech because they are calling it hate speech. But it's not hate speech, it's just an opposing opinion. But it's an opposing. So, right. but, so you. That's the lesser end of it, though. But that's at the lesser end. That might be just someone who's a bit anti abortion. And then all of a sudden you get rainbow haired people turning up and saying, mm. no, that's wrong. The ones who are saying about white supremacy and marching with torches yeah, and, they're not, and hang black men and we should get the KKK back, they're the people you've got to look out for. Yes, Sadly, it's all lumped together. And that is hate speech. Yeah, it is. And, and that's the problem and with the left. And the they can't get its act it, together. That's the problem. See, yeah. that's the thing. The left is eating itself. It's destroying yeah. free speech. It's, it's destroying liberty because they're essentially these... This sort of a whole generation who's like, no, you don't have a right to speak here because it's hate speech. But I heard an amazing quote, and what's sad is it's from a fucking stand-up comedian, Stephen Crowder, but it was amazing. I I will link you guys. There's an amazing video called "The Triggering of UMass University." Yeah. It was supposed to be a speech with Milo, you know him, yeah, yelling up a lot of blood. A feminist from the '60s who's now quite an older woman. And this comedian, Stephen Crowder, who is a conservative stroke, alt-right, whatever you want to call them. Christian conservative comedian. You can't he's have a, a Christian conservative hey, comedian. Yes, you can, and he's allowed his fucking opinions. He's not forcing down anyone's throat. Christian rock, guys, it sucks. No, but he came out with an amazing quote. He fucking roasted this audience because they would not let these people speak. 
They just sat there in the audience saying, Fuck you! You're not welcome here! Fuck your yeah, hate I speech! Fuck your hate speech! And he said right at the end, the only fucking diversity that you guys are opposed to is intellectual diversity. Because you're absolutely fucking terrified oh, yeah. of someone having yeah. an opposing opinion and listening to that opposing opinion and then debating it like fucking adults. Yeah, he's got a point. He, he does have a point. Yeah, no, I'm does. not saying... I'm scared that on this part it may... It says to me, look, they're... they're, they're but that's the extreme left, though, isn't it? That's yes. Like, that's not us guys sat here. No. It were no. kind of... Well, you're, you're quite to the left, Mike. You're more liberal not extreme. than... None of us are extreme You're not dyeing your hair in rainbow colours and demanding that we call you a zur. And these the guys trying to talk are well, not I extreme want to right. All powers, of, all, all powers of control and... Mm. Christian, but that's just something else we're going to do. <laughs> you're just a But the Christian comedian, he's yeah. not extreme right think, either. He's just right. I think what these people are getting confused is the difference between hate speech and your feelings and being opposing, hurt. Yes. Yeah, an opposing opinion. Yes. That's it. You are allowed an opposing. Yeah. And if you don't allow that opposing, and I'm sure that's what that Chomsky quote yeah, Chomsky was just saying. Chomsky got in trouble because he defended a Frenchman's right to say that the uh, Holocaust didn't exist. Right. Now he got fucking bombarded by people saying, "What are you yeah. doing? Stick up this guy who says that." And he says, "Well, look, he's got a right to opinion. I don't believe in it. I think if you no. if you look at the evidence, it's, it's overwhelmingly the case that they existed. But he's got a, he's got a right to but say. Isn't that, that just Otherwise, damaging? But isn't that damaging to history? Well, yeah, but to then, have that guy then, say that. And then it's and Chomsky's job. He says, what's it's our the alternative? Job. Silence that man. Yeah, it's our job. Yes, it's our with job. a bullet to the head. No, it's our <laughs> job. It's our job to debate him. Yeah, and prove but he can't wrong. be debated. It's like the flat Earth people. They can't be debated because everything they can. Well, yeah, that's just your opinion. This yeah. is fake. Well, that's that, fake. That's all they Ben's can. They can't go at you. Any, I mean, no, flat true. Earth. I mean. That's I've debated, I've case, spoken though. to a Holo uh, Holocaust denier, mm. and it, I had the impression that everything I was telling her, that it was historical fact, was completely new to her. Mm. Well, and it very probably and was. <laughs> it probably was. But this is my point, you can't yeah. debate with some people. You just can't. I mean, I, I've watched the clip of Dawkins debating the creationist woman many times, and he's like... Well, there's a lot of evidence for fossils in the fossil records, you know, so therefore evolution, blood, you know, a very simplified version. Evolution, fossil record. And she turns around and goes, but that's not really evidence. You're not showing me any evidence. And he just kind of looks at her with this bemused look on her face. Mm. And I've just told you about the fossil record. That's the kind of stupidity you're dealing with. It does bring to mind the quote, and I have no idea who this quote is from, but somebody in time and history, a wise man never argues with fools. Exactly. I'll give you an, an adapted quote on that. It's like playing chess with a pigeon. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you can beat the pigeon quite comfortably, but at the end of the day, it's going to get up on the board, not knock the pieces over, take a shit, and strut around like it's won. Yeah. That's, that's very good. <laughs> that's very good, isn't it? Yeah, like that's that. wonderful. Yeah. But, that is what you're dealing with, with your flat earth, your anti-evolutionist, your anti-vax, you can throw every single convincing argument, scientifically yeah. proven argument, these people, and they will turn around and go, "Nope, bullshit." Yeah, and I would just, I'd just and like to clarify: Do they deserve a point? Mm, yeah, but do they deserve a say? Maybe. Do they deserve media attention? Not maybe not media attention, but I just want to clarify before we move on because I do bring it up a lot because it's one of the few things I'm following, um, and it's happening in America, not here. I am not an alt-right supporter. <laughs> I am not alt-right 
at all. I'm quite a liberal dude. What I can't stand is the left... Hypocrisy. Yes, acting like fascists and not letting yeah. these people speak. You can't do that. Yeah. You have to let, let them, them speak. speak. Let them do their hate Protest speech. And yeah. then and disagree with them. Let them yeah. do their hate speech and then punch but them. But if it's not hate speech, though, they're not breaking any no, laws. that's it. And you don't have a right no. to tell them. You, no. it's def- you hit the yeah. fucking nail on the head, Mike. But... Feelings getting hurt. But if you're turning up in a white sheet and saying that black men well, should be hung, different. then sort it out. <laughs> very, then sort them the shit out. That's very different, yes. And I agree, but I just, yeah, just wait But they've replaced the white sheets with business suits now. Yes, and shitty yeah. flame torches from B&Q. But, and polo, white polo shirts yes, was that. I do not support them at all, but I, a conservative fucking speaker should be allowed to go to a university of all fucking places and have a uh, yeah. right... To say his speak and then debate him afterwards. Yeah. Don't sit in that audience yeah. screaming. I agree. At him. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Um, a university is a place for thought. Protest outside. Mm. You've got a right to protest. Yeah. Nothing protest outside. Mm. Heck, all those who go in, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, a university of all places, which is, if yeah. nothing else, a, a compendium for for it rational thought, shouldn't it? For free thinking. Yeah. And it goes to, back. Because at the end of the day, them people are the future. Whoever goes to university are the future well, of the country. Jesus. They're doctors, they're nurses, they're scientists, they're, they're whoever, man, they're future managers, whoever. They've got degrees, they're going to go up that ladder. And they need they to can't handle, handle an opposing opinion. And they can't handle an opposing opinion. But how, but how many of them, that I'm, I'm going to assume they were, they were oh, I don't know, I'm going to say that. I'm going to assume that... A lot Don't of them assume just, anything, Ben. Um, assume anything. No, I never assume anything because it makes an ass out of you, you and, and me. me. Yeah, so a teacher wrote that on a board once. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I actually read it in, um, I think it was Red mm. Dragon, um, oh, where um, the Jack Crawford has been to a... Oh, no, it was, sorry, it was Science of the Lands. Jack Crawford has been to a young Chloe Starling, never assume. Uh, but let's assume, let's hypothetically assume, yes. that the, the audience for that was a bunch of... Um, Rainbow haired, easily triggered kind of people. There were some very gender fluid yeah. people yeah. in the audience. And, yeah. and they do tend to get a little uppity. Oh, extremely. They were just excitable, might be mm. a better word. It, it was it was to do the you think point that, like in the in the apocalypse, like they'll form their own tribe and they'll just start firing AKs into the air every time something says something. But they're turning on themselves now. Their liberalism has gone so fascistic, in my opinion. They're turning on themselves now of like you didn't support that hate, like. And the worst is, it's they're all white. I watched a video where they were attacking this uh, a lecturer called Jordan Peterson, who's become quite famous in the last few weeks or months. And I really like the guy. He's caused a lot of controversy in Canada because they've made it law in Canada that he has to reckon up. Well, not just him personally. These new gender pronouns legally have to be recognised. I don't even know any of them. Well, and he's a, a professor, a, just a normal professor at a, a university, and he's refused to. He sees, he says that you forcing him to use those pronouns, he compared it to Chairman Mao or something like that. Yeah. Huge controversy. He's now world famous. He's been labelled as a right wing, uh, as wow. a, uh, anti-transgender people, anti-gay, anti-feminism, blah, blah, blah. He's just, no... He's a clinical psychologist. He's quite liberal. Um, he's just basically well, saying, again, no, I refuse to be dictated to about language changes. Why could you just changes. call people by their name, though? If you What's come out in the public, though, and mm. you do 
take a side like that, then you are open oh, to criticism. Oh, definitely. But my, just before I forget, so there's a video of him outside a lecture and he's, people are mass protesting his lectures and all this stuff. Uh, somebody who I know is white from what he said to her, I can't see her, the person holding a camera, goes up to him, he's just stood outside chatting to some students, minding his own business. They go up to him and they just start bombarding him. Question after question, not letting him speak. First of all, he's obviously addresses a male behind the camera and says, would you let me talk to her? Stop interrupting and let me talk to her. The lady, sorry, no offence, holding the camera says, don't call me that. As in, don't call her, her. Right. So he rolls his eyes and he's kind of, Jesus. And it goes on, she's like, you're against people of colour. And then three students of sort of, I would say Mexican or, you know, they're not white. Hispanic? Yeah, they're not white people. Start looking at her in the camera going, hey, we're people of colour. And we're telling you, this dude's all right. He's been, yeah. she, it, it just, she blanks it completely. Oh, she Because it doesn't, it doesn't fit, fit yeah. her. Yeah. What she wants narrative. her. Narrative. Well, you've got to keep, yeah. I think what we can put is, it's all right to be a liberal. Definitely. Right? It's all right to be centre. And to a point, it's okay to be slightly towards the right. You know, to a point. I'm concerned when, when, you, when you get to extreme right. I disagree. Uh, extreme but, but sometimes... You need to mash all that mm. into one kind of centre and get rid of stuff that's no good and from both sides yeah. and put it, the best ideas into one sort of collective middle pot Bang. and just go for it. Because I think yeah, we touched that, on this. Then we get new labour. Uh. <laughs> but, as I we think... said before, we were growing up under new labour. Right. The economy was booming. I mean, things are pretty good. You had Cool Britannia. We could walk out of a job on a Friday and into another. Union Jack right. Guitars. Union Jack Guitars. <laughs> Union Jack Dresses from the Spice Girls. We were still slaves of the well, state. We were still slaves of the state, yeah, but, but we had a bit more, didn't I we? Think we, had, I and we? And we had a better NHS then than we have, mm, when we have yeah. now. Well, I so, think I touched on this last week. Don't and you barring find... the couple of wars, we were, we were pretty steady. Don't you find, though, that yeah, we're making here, what we sowed? Yeah. You'd say you are liberal. And I'd say you, you're fairly left I'm, as I'm well. Central left, maybe. But wouldn't know. you say that? Because me personally, it depends on the issue. I'm conservative on some issues. I'm I, extremely I liberal on some yeah. other issues. It it really does fucking change issue I to mean, issue with me. Yeah, I mean, my um, my biggest one is a nuclear weapons thing. You know, I, I I don't agree with Corbyn on the nuclear weapons. I think mm. world's a shitty place. Let's Adam keep just that. Just in case, let's, let's use it an option. Let's not use it as a first strike. To be a I think you know What's what? that statistic in America? If you own a gun, yeah. you're suddenly percentage of being yeah. killed by one gun. Yes, but let's make sure that the right people are in being... charge of these things, and the, and there isn't a Donald Trump figure in charge with a big red button. Well, let's just make mm. sure. I mean, there's, I, I know for a fact that in every nuclear submarine, there's an envelope, and it's got three options in it, and one is launch the missiles, sail to America. Or sell to Australia, and every prime minister puts sell or sail sail. Okay, so so go for Australia, go yeah. for America, or launch at this target, mm. and that envelope can be updated at any time. It comes through, it's sealed. The captain has no idea what's in it, it and they listen for the the one show every morning on BBC World Service, and if that doesn't broadcast, they open that safe. 
They would know that. They're not picking it up for a reason, they're keep trying until they can finally get well, something, I aren't think they? It makes more they would, actually, if there wasn't that signal, there would be a massive amount of static because on that frequency it would have been the EMP'd out of shit. Out, out, completely EMP'd out. You, all you get is static if you tried to tune into that signal. Right, say North Korea launched a missile, yeah? Mm-hmm. Who are they going to target? They're not going to target Switzerland, are they? They're not going to target Namibia. Maybe, though. Unless they've got a grudge against Namibia. Namibia, Let's say I wanted to be the worst bully in the school, and I really wanted to make a name for myself. Instead of going up to the biggest, hardest lad in the playground, who would be the USA, I go and pick the child equivalent of Switzerland. Popular, everybody loves them, never hurts anyone. I go and I just massacre that fucking kid in front of everyone. Yeah. Doesn't that make me like kind of a badass of the playground? Like he's fucked up. Well, no, because the US would nuke you. Yeah, very good, very good point. Ah, but they wouldn't. <laughs> Why would they? Unless you got. But it would still cause own. a bit of shock, wouldn't it? Surely. <laughs> I'm just saying the way you said they're not gonna nuke Switzerland. No, I agree with you. They're not. But it would still be pretty fucked if, if they, they did. Well, it's be... basically if there's a nuclear exchange in NATO and the wet and Russia. Nate, Switzerland will be caught in the middle of that anyway, fallout wise. Well, yeah, exactly. So we're all fucked anyway. So we're all right? fucked anyway. So just get rid but of them. But I'm just saying, I'm not saying we, we, we the match reason why we have I'm not them, saying it's the just. The reason why they have, we have them is so we can dominate our own uh, interests on the national stage. That's the only reason. No, I, I think it's the ultimate deterrent. Is that if you no, do that, like we the will. We will. The Yanks mm. bullets. Anyone's got nuclear weapons, they can do what the fuck they want. That's a, we give a do but they? To an extent, because, you know. You know, no, we, Russia we, we, and China we, have got nuclear weapons, so they can't go nuts. Well, but it's mutually assured destruction at that point, isn't it? Mm. Mad. 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 It just takes one mad... Or oh, mothers against drunk driving. Hey. <laughs> what about if one of them officers in the submarine's been down there for six months, has a nervous breakdown, he decides to set off well, a nuclear missile? It did alarm me. There's a, a Radiolab documentary that... You know how we all think, oh, Trump can't just go and push the button? He, he kind of can if you look into it, I listened to this document. This guy tried, he was just a normal guy. He was, well, not a normal guy. He was a soldier involved in the process somewhere of yeah. looking after the triggers, something like that. And it became clear to him that a president could just make the order and yeah, people have to follow it. Yeah, but he's still going to get the codes. Oh, and... yeah, but people have to follow the order. And he tried campaigning against this and saying, hey, maybe there should be some checks and balances. Yeah, he was fucking not suicided, but career suicided. I got you. If you yeah. get me, yeah, he was fucking quickly disappeared, and and they did a whole documentary. And he was his point was essentially just like I just thought there should be, and I know what you're saying. Yeah, look, Trump hasn't got the codes. He can't go and literally press a button. But if he gives the fucking order, the order has to be fucking followed. There's no like, like committee of um, generals that are like, ah, oh, we kind of like vote you done. Um, I would leave it up to the general's own sense at that point. Mm. <laughs> what about if it was mad that mad dog Patton or whatever his name was? Oh, if it was um, Jack D. Ripper from um, oh god, um, Doctor Strange. Well, no, I was in real life. The one oh, wanted Patton. a new career. Uh, oh, um, yeah, they wanted new. They went no, to it new wasn't Cuba Patton. for fuck's sake, didn't it they? It wasn't Patton. Who was it? Nimitz. MacArthur. MacArthur. So MacArthur, yeah. In the Korean War, he wanted to use a low-yield, low-yield tactical nuclear weapons against the Chinese. So, yeah. If you gave him the, the command... Well, no, but at that point, 
there's got to be people around him who've got to sort of say, well, you know what, is that the best option? Sure. Well, we, we could, we could discuss this forever. We, we could do. Let's, let's go to North Korea. Yeah, go on the way. And I'll tell you it. some entertaining things about North Korea. Yay. What do you believe? Uh, it, just before you start, my 18-year-old niece, who is uh, about to start uni, she asked me what the podcast was on tonight, and I said propaganda, and she said, oh, you should talk about North Korea. Uh-huh. I've been studying, I said, I think we're going to. Have you seen them posters in North Korea? No, I they haven't. They been. Yeah, they are. There's a, a great... I, w- I went to the um, Imperial War Museum in my last trip to London. Oh, awesome. Um, it was quite fun. There was a World War on trenches, and it was cool, but, oh, but nonetheless, it got to the Korean War. And there's this massive Korean War poster. Mm. And it's in North Korea. And it is essentially an Uncle Sam pouring dollars into a dead GI's mouth. Oh. And basically, Americans, this is what your death means. And you're like, wow. and I saw that and went, if you want to find the truth. I actually, I actually took a picture of it. And yeah. said, when I was there and sent it to Mike, I thought, well, he'll appreciate it. We weren't wow. doing the podcast. I don't know if we were doing the podcast at that point, but mm. we were starting up. And I sent it to Mike and said, wow. Yeah. And these are the bad guys. I think it was exactly the thing. Find the propaganda from your enemy. Yeah, because uh, they're gonna they're gonna point out the weaknesses of your regime. Yeah, and it was like, shit. I mean, you can argue the Korean War was well, a, 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 not a just war, but certainly a war. <laughs> certainly wasn't a just war. Well, yeah, terrific. Yeah, it's still at war. Yeah, but well, the North Koreans think they are. Um, let's go with North Korea and what they think about their great leaders. Okay. And I'll read out, I won't tell you which ones they are, because it's all pretty much intertwined as such. They're all mm. genetic products of the original. <laughs> Kim Kim Jong-il. Well, hang on, no, that's... Was, yeah, it was um, it is Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-sung is a granddaddy, sorry. Yeah. Um, well, basically, he invented the hamburger. They've invented the hamburger. Um, they've claimed sawdust is full of nutrients. Uh, that's what um, they fill their bread with, I guess. Yeah, never use the toilet. Okay. He like, never? never? Yeah, oh, never he use never. the toilet. Never use not, the toilet. Not, not, no North Koreans ever use the toilet. No, no, no. I was no. going to say, yeah. No, um, that, um, Kim Jong-il will never use the toilet. No, apparently he burns off the calories. Yeah. So um, he doesn't need to, doesn't need to excrete. Um, the North, Korean, energy. North Korean citizens are he told... He's like a fishing gas. It burns off all the energy, doesn't need to poop. Ah, yeah. a bit like a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I play golf. Oh, no, you made 18 holes in one? <laughs> I, I never played it again. 18 holes in one. <laughs> um, but they're told, the North Korean citizens are told the world venerates their leaders and also celebrates their birthdays with North Korea. And I'd imagine the North Korean football team, because they do get to the World Cup... Yeah, mm. they're not actually a bad side. They'd probably beat England in tournament. Well, um, it wouldn't. Well, there you go. Who wouldn't? But I would imagine that no matter what stage they go out in, they come mm. home with a replica World Cup mm. and have a victory parade. Yeah, I guarantee it. So I bet they're all murdered once they get back. No, they've been to the outside, haven't they? <laughs> he goes, oh, the, the national team's go back. They've all retired. And they've gone to uh, live in the mountains. We've got a new team this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of sports and North Korea, it's currently the Winter Olympics, Olympics have started. Have you heard that a North Korean... South Korean team has joined together? Oh, no, a, a North Korean mm-hmm. politician is visiting, and apparently this has made the seating arrangements incredibly awkward. All right. Yeah, there's a North Korean politician has decided to 
come and visit. Uh, well, he's been given the okay to go and visit. I guess. He's, no, actually, he's been deemed trustworthy enough mm. to go and visit, and so the, he doesn't affect the soap yeah, while no, he's there. I'm asking, does he make it back to North Korea? <laughs> Oh, well, um, it depends on what he does and says. Uh, I'd imagine he's got several North Korean bodyguards around him with orders to execute him at any moment he yeah. says anything favourable to the it, It's probably been spun in North <laughs> Korea, hasn't it, that now these unsanctioned, illegal winter games are now proper and just because one of our politicians is going yeah, there they, to oversee yeah, matters. But they have actually... Joined oh, together quite willingly to join with South Korea. Oh, to enter a team. Yeah, th- so they have like got. I don't know if it's every sport or what, but they. Mm. they I mean, there was the North Korean. I mean, there was some North Korean cheerleaders at the South Korea hockey game. So maybe mm. it's that kind of arrangement. Well, I heard you know, the comedian. There's a, they, they represent North and South during the events. Even the uh, North are doing the event. There's some Southern people there. Maybe they have. I doubt they have mixed teams. That would you wouldn't get the the team. Ship, would you? You wouldn't get the, the teamwork together. It'd be a lot of kidding. But, but there might be like a North Korean guy on the sidelines going, Yay! <laughs> and and well, vice versa. I heard the comedian Mark Steele, who's incredible today, described the Winter Olympics as like, it's basically lots of increasingly complex ways to slide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's right. Just I, I don't sliding watch, on ice. I don't watch the Winter Olympics. No, I'm not um, I don't watch the regular Olympics. I watch the 100 metres men's final. Mm. Do you know what? Track and field doesn't really interest no, it, me. Uh, you know, in school, I hated it. Right. I, was, I was always crap. I could throw stuff reasonably far, mm. but never the furthest. Team I, games. I could jump reasonably far, but never the mm. furthest. And I hated running. Yeah. I hated running in a line. Yeah. I was just, running for a ball. Let's not go that through was... all the sports you hate. <laughs> What's in the box? Basketball. Sorry, no. mate. Where were we? North Korea. North like. Korea. Um, they actually Dennis believe. Rodman. Yeah, Basketball. yeah. They actually believe the Japanese stole time from them in World War Two. <laughs> And, awesome. and Kim Jong Un set the clocks half an hour forwards on the fifteenth of August, twenty fifteen, okay. to claim that time back. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, it's, that's good, isn't it? I like that. Um, Kim Il Sung, who was the granddaddy, mm-hmm. he um, created the world. He controlled the weather. He was a son of God. He, and he single-handedly defeated the Japanese. <laughs> didn't he also... And he also played the 18 holes in one of gold. <laughs> but didn't, isn't that the one that also stole President Jimmy Carter's wife? Oh, man, is he? I did, because I didn't make many notes this week. But yeah, uh, Kim, I thought that was Roman numerals for two in the middle of their name. Is that ill? Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where is he? Yeah, uh, Kim Il Sung. That must have been the one before, the or two before. Kim Il Sung is the grand. Uh, right. Kim Young Kim yeah. Un. Um, after uh, the first lady. Uh, to be honest, the names really confuse yeah. me while researching this. Well, they believe in Korea. That, um, they do. They love Korea. <laughs> well, they believe there that the, the first lady who was married to Jimmy Carter. She met Kim Il Sung and was so besotten with him that she left America and denounced America. Oh, and, right. Uh, and 
went with him. Did this actually happen? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's North Korean propaganda. Jimmy yeah. Carter wasn't that impressive, though. I mean, Kim, Kim Il-sung did that sharp yeah, suit. In fact, I read, story, little, I read a story. I read a story. Sorry, that was horrible. <laughs> you know, Kim Il-sung used that, the bronzy, you know, the old mm. Team America bronzy. The bronzy. <laughs> Apparently, um, they put it a bit in North Korea that a Paris, fas- a Paris fashion magazine had... Um, basically said that that suit was the height of fashion. Oh. <laughs> With that uh, haircut. The jumpsuit and the hair. Mm. The thing is, I don't, what I don't get about the new one, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. So he was schooled in Switzerland. Oh, really? Yeah. He Sent was, away to... Yeah, he was schooled in the West. He was schooled in Switzerland. And he's like, if we were, what, what, what we're led to believe is that, you know, we go back to propaganda, it's America versus Korea and Korea are doing the provoking and America mm. aren't. I'm pretty confident he knows what America have got yeah. and what he's got. I know for a fact that they've had at least half a dozen peace requests turned down from the United States. Wow. Cause peace. I, yeah, so, so they want to make peace. They oh, so we, the America has actually, actually said no. And uh, Reagan I, did it to Russia. Mm, Gorbachev did, said, right, yeah. let's, uh, let's scrap nuclear weapons. Yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll take the missiles down. Reagan met him and said, no, can't do that, sorry. He said, I'm sorry, so, I I'm can't. I'm telling you, America, the fucking, they're going to... They're the demons. Apologies to American listeners. Apologies to American listeners. We're more popular in America than any other country. Yeah. God so knows why. Probably Seneca can sit there shooting their fucking laptops. As a, <laughs> God damn, Limey, break Senate again. <laughs> I have an issue with Limey. That's so I know, limey. I know. And, and I yeah. thank you, Ben, for the factoid of, of why we're actually called Limeys, which is actually pretty badass. And it's completely off the subject, but it will only take two seconds. Can I give you my favourite factoid of the week? Go on, then. Uh, this is from the podcast uh, No Such Thing as a Fish. All right. Which, if you're a fan of the TV show QI, yep. it's the QI elves. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they yeah. have their own podcast, and it's fucking brilliant. This factoid today. So, um, I didn't know this, but butterflies, apparently, it's proven, feed on the tears of animals. Wow. That's not the factoid. That's pretty metal in itself. Yeah. Your little cute little butterfly. I would drink the tears of my victims. It drinks the I mean, t- um, yeah, 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 yeah. Drinks yeah. the tears of large mammals. But then some clever scientist has, has sat there thinking and gone, well, hang on, we've got through the fossil records sort of proof that butterflies have been around a lot longer than flowers. All right. So maybe drinking tears is maybe their main form of feeding rather than eating pollen. But if they were around before flowers, what animals' tears were they eating? Yeah. Dinosaurs, baby! Butterflies feed off the tears of dinosaurs. You think they're little pretty Nancy boys? (laughs) No, they're metal as fuck. Yeah, yeah. There's a T-Rex. All of a sudden, boom, cluster butterflies are in its eyes. (laughs) T-Rex can't see shit all. It drops a banner down around itself. That's why you dropped the not the banner down in Jurassic Park, the original. There you go. Eyes for butterflies. <laughs> Couldn't see shit all. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. back to North Korea. <laughs> um, I love that. That was a great bit of fact. Yeah, yeah that was Thanks great. Thanks to that podcast. Yeah. No such thing as a fish. Check it out. They don't need um, our help, but it is awesome. So, um, should we talk a bit about Mr. Trump and the, the first... Hold on a minute. Okay, go on. I've got something. Hit us with it, Mike. All right, who's heard of... Uh, the atrocity in Cambodia. Um, the one from the 70s? No, yeah, from the 70s. No, tell yeah. you what then, this would be oh, very Pol interesting Pot, to me. Pol Pot, yeah. Pol Pot, yeah. Because, because mm-hmm. I'm into my punk rock and there are a lot of 
punk rock song. Uh, Holiday in Cambodia. That's yeah, the most holiday, famous the, one. The Dead Kennedys. Yeah. Yes. So what what happened in Cambodia then? Because I don't know this. It was it was a genocide. <laughs> the killing fields. Yeah, it was a genocide. I yeah. don't know much, that much of it, but it, it was, was after the, the Vietnam War, yeah, wasn't it? What? They, Somebody went in there, or their own people. Pol Pot, government. their own dictator. Yeah. I know hit. I know that name, Pol Pot. Yeah. Right. He's the one that did it. Wow. And the, and obviously they were enemies of America. The, the communists, weren't they? Mm. Ah. You know. But who's okay? Everyone's heard of Cambodia. Right. Who's yeah. heard of Portuguese East Timor? I've heard of it from risk. Do you know what happened in Portuguese East Timor in the seventies? I do not. No Nobody idea. knows, do they? There was a, but there was two hundred thousand East Timorese murdered or starved to death, including babies. Wow. wow. Yeah. And this was the Indonesian government attacking this country. I mean, they they literally this time they're one of the few countries that's still sort of mm. self-sufficient they have no input from the west you know mm. tiny little island the indonesians invaded with the u.s backing nice oh, of course they were u.s so it's basically yeah, been expunged from history what, nobody what you, fucking knows about it what, 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 what was it 1975 in the new york times yeah, yeah. chomsky did a uh, an investigation all the New York Times articles from 1975 to 79. It's not meant to. On Cambodia and Pol Pot, there was 1,175 column inches. Wow. On East Timor, there was 70 wow. in the same period. Because, you know, the, it's not. the US, yeah, corporations mm. in league with the state, Yeah. they're committing the atrocity in East Timor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no news goes on about it. The communists... In Cambodia, fuck me, it's all over the papers every day. It's yeah, into killing you. fields. Yeah, Pol Pot. Now, holiday in Cambodia. At the risk of asking a stupid question, killing fields is the clue in the name. Yeah, is it quite literally yeah. fields of people shut? Fields of schools. Down. Yeah, estimations wow. that a million people died. Wow. And what was the? Forgive my and this is what ignorance, we, but this so wiping out these little communist countries. Is in America's in, in their political interests and in their financial. Russia, they want to keep but, up the uh, the arms race of Russia, don't they? Right. So and you add it. The Russians are funding mm, Pol yeah. Pot mm. or whatever. It's bad. Yeah. So you got the US you funded the Indonesians yeah. to do atrocities to East Timorese. And it was the, the reason. Shocking, really, isn't oh, it? The reason everybody knows yeah. Pol Pot and no one knows about East Timor. The reason I America got involved in Vietnam was mm. the domino effect. It was American foreign policy. If one country fell yeah. to mm. communism, another would fall, and another would fall. And it's why mm. the British fought these little tiny secret wars in the Middle East to stop mm. Aden and Oman. What happened in Europe was all Greece and, and Greece, and we and we fought these little tiny little shadow wars. But the Americans did it on a little bit bigger scale with Vietnam. Mm. Couldn't allow Vietnam to fall to communism. So the so, secret so the wars. More, so Isn't just a thing from Marvel Comics. Oh, God, no. I mean, there was a war in Oman. The, Brit the SES fought war in Oman for three years. Right? It wasn't in from... I don't know where Oman. Yeah, yeah, it's in the Middle East. But it's like from 72 to 75, they fought mm. this, this Middle yeah. Eastern war that no one knew about. All the casualties, because there was mm. such a small scale of, of, of British soldiers involved, not many were killed. Any wounded were shipped back to the UK as road traffic accidents oh. in Cyprus. Wow. It's bad, isn't it? Like, you, they you they went through the entire British Army's yeah. frontline reserve of ammunition for a war on Russia during that war. And they were like, well, what's all this ammunition going for? Oh, well, you know, training. 
and you'll know this more than me, but I'm sure that the, the UK, since the Second World War, have, have been in perpetual war. Yeah, there's only one year we one haven't year. lost a one year we haven't lost a soldier in combat in the 20th century. It was like 1963. I did not know that statistic. Yeah, there's one one year shocking. in the 20th century yeah. we never lost a soldier in in the war zone. It was 63, and in 64, Northern Ireland kicked off big time. And this all feeds in. So let's yeah. bring this back to the present day then. Of what Hold we, on, can I just, just one more quote from oh, uh, Chomsky about this? Bring on the charm. That's what he said about it. Human beings are suffering and dying because of policies that we are involved in. We as citizens of democratic societies and are responsible for. The media is ensuring that we do not act upon our responsibilities in the interest of power are served not the needs of the people suffering, or even for that matter, the needs of the American people, who would be horrified if they knew the blood dripping from their hands because of the, the way they are allowing themselves to be deluded and manipulated by the system. And that um, <laughs> effectively ties into... Well, I was going to say, that comes right back round to what we mentioned earlier with Syria. In this modern world that we live in now... You no, know, Syria is not being reported in mainstream no. news. No, I mean, we but, are bombing Syria. The special forces in Syria, but we're not. We're aware of it and know of it through the internet. Yeah. Now, in and a, lot of, times, a lot of uh, helmet footage cams as well so leaking onto various combat sites. What was that sites, country you said? Oman, which I didn't even know was a bloody country. I'm sorry, forgive my ignorance. <laughs> but so it's back not something then, hippies say when they're stoned. But back it's then, though, But back then, the there was no internet, so they didn't have yeah. to worry about it. No. And there was but a press because, blackout. But because there is an internet, and all right, it might not be on the mainstream news, but um, I'm thinking on my feet here, but they so but they so they do have to provide to us, those of us that do know about Syria, these things, a reason, and that is where you enter the ultimate bad guy, terrorism. Yeah. Isn't it? Our liberties are at threat. We touched on this last time. I think you know they're going to come here. Our way of life is it? Oh yeah, they've yeah. got to Sharia us. law. They have mm. to placate us in some Muslimic way. Islamic Reagans, so, don't forget yeah, them. They, so they haven't. So my point is, they haven't stopped doing what they've always been doing, but now they have to provide some kind of justification. Whereas yeah. before they could completely get away with that in secret yeah. in a country I didn't know existed because it's never been said to me before. I've never happened to catch a documentary. They sure as fuck. Didn't tell me about it at school. No, they wouldn't have, yeah. Um, that's a secret fucking war. Yeah, it was, And, I, yeah. and if the and internet didn't exist, yeah. Syria would be well, no, a secret was, fucking war. It was only it? leaked, that, yeah. that the Oman war was only mm. leaked when the guy who was in charge, a major in the SES, wrote a book about it because oh, he was involved. You chose And me. it was like, oh man, I think I had that book in the, oh man, uh, mid to late 90s. Mm. And it was called Secret War, the SES's War in Oman. And it was like, oh. you know, sold in the military history section of Waterstones or W. H. Smith or whatever. Very under the radar. And very under no, the radar, yeah. not a bestseller. Yeah. And it was no. like, I think because um, I was a military, I'm a military history buff. I picked mm. it up when I was a teenager. I went, oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Never heard of that. Yeah. Did you know that the British government tested biological weapons on the British people? I know they tested I, it on soldiers. History. No populations. Yeah. They drop it in a population and see what happens. I know the Americans did it with um, the mosquitoes yeah. uh, infecting. I've a read an article about it. What it, kind of chemical? I don't. I don't know off my head, but you can mm. search for it. That is fucked up. Un, unactual population. This feeds directly what we just said into that Chomsky quote of 
um, blood on our hands. Yeah. But we don't know about yeah, it. That's and the if point. we fucking did, but, yeah. And what we could we hack it? Could we hack it? If he, if the, if the American people knew um, the way that their country was run, they would there would be a revolution tomorrow. But yeah. they are so propagand. They are so that I don't know if we touched on it last week. We might have done, but we know it's factual that your average American uh, student, uh, a child student, a kindergarten student, every morning you stand up and you pledge allegiance oh, to the flag. We've talked about this before. Lord's Prayer in this country. So the, for your average. And I can't blame them. I'm, this isn't me slagging them off. I wouldn't want to hear it about my country, which I am right now. The thing is, you don't have a choice. As a six-year-old, mm. you've got no choice. You stand up, you pledge allegiance. That's What's the difference between that and North out. Korea? What's the difference between that There isn't one, is there? No, Not much, is And it? let's face well, it. No, I'll tell you the difference. And this is the difference, in my opinion, sorry, is that your average American citizen does have access to a different narrative if they, they know to, about yeah. it and they can... It takes effort, mate. Yes. It takes effort to go You've against the grain to. and research right. these things. North, exactly. North Korea. They want to sit there and be spoon-fed. North home. Korea, they don't have a no. choice. You'll be no. shot. They yeah. are happy to be spoon-fed. Yes. Yeah, but North Korea, yes. they have got a level of brainwashing. Intellectual, intellectual laziness, mm. yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But they, in North Korea, they've got a level of brainwashing. The Nazis mm. could yeah. only have dared dream about. If the West invading North Korea, right, they've got a population of 20 million. Mm. You've got five million of them under arms any one time across three services. You've then got another 10 million people mm. from the very young to the very old. I'm counting five million as infirm or unfit to fight or whatever or in power. Right? Or starving to death. Or starving <laughs> to death or too unfit to fight. They will oh. pick up sticks and stones and go to fight the invader. Mm. Right? That is something Nazi Germany never managed. Right, because, yeah, they had the werewolf divisions, which were kids who were 14. They hit the Jugend, and they went out, and they took out American tanks with Panzerfaust, and then got gunned down. But they had one generation of it, effectively. The North Koreans have got, like, four or five generations. The Germans were out of men, they effectively. Were, but but they, had, they only had one generation of brainwashed youth. Yeah. They come into power in the 30s. They, yeah. they wasted their manpower. That generation that survived was bred off the Second World War, in the, bred off mm. the First World War, in the Second World War, and then they had the teenagers who mm. they managed to brainwash. North Korea has yeah. got from the fifties to now what six generations who've wow. been brainwashed, and most of them moved over to America in Project Paperclip. Well, the Nazis did, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's my theory. Heard... The Nazis never went away; they just got mm. into. They just got into the American system and the British system. Oh, sorry, my oh, book, my book just fell to the floor. Sorry, um, they they never went away. Uh, and all they've awesome. done is influence our way of thinking. Yes. It's the point where we've got the Brexit, which is a which is let's face it, is a right wing decree. And I am fed up mm. hearing of it. Oh, in all oh, fairness, so I won't go into too many. Even I am fed up hearing of it. But I heard an interesting fact but about. We, like we, we about do need to talk about it in a second once you've got this stuff oh, the, the Nazis. With the paperclip, Project Paperclip. But also, where did all the Nazis go? Yeah, they went to America, they well, went to Britain, they I went to this, France. Um, it might not be a factoid, it's a theory, but um, they, uh, a lot of them that didn't go to Project Paperclip um, went into founding and starting corporations. 
and and then investing they, that money yeah, back into Germany and now, essentially, German so the Nazis just became the corporations of exactly the world and the science exactly. leaders of the world yeah um, they had they had billions in gold bullion mm. and they took it out with them and they, wow. and then what did they do the German economic miracle of the of the 70s and 80s where Germany became a dominant power in Europe because mm. of its economy was because no secret. you had old Nazis setting up companies and bankrolling it with billions of, of... And they got their country back on its feet. It, they never went away. They're in America, they're in Britain, they're in Germany, they're in France, they're in Italy. They never went away, in my opinion. They, they just went underground, rebranded, and now that... The, renamed. I mean, and renamed. Yeah. Rebranded, you, yeah. you said it. Yeah. And now they own the media. And now they own the media, they own the corporations, yeah. and they're pumping that right-wing view it, into our media. And that's why you meet perfectly yeah. rational people on the street, like I do when I went. I met some woman... Uh, dog walking, our dogs get on, they, they have a run around, mm. and she's telling me that it's a disgrace that these Asian taxi drivers cheat their mm. taxes, and we need the KKK back in this country. We never had them. Well, we never had them, <laughs> but we need them in. And I was like, well, so it's o and I said, so it's okay for the super rich to cheat their tax. Yeah. But no, she kept coming back to those Asian taxi drivers. And where does she get that And where does she get though? that from? The, exactly. local, the, the news. The, yeah. It's not the primary. Not, don't worry about the elites ripping you off. No, it's these guys driving yeah. taxis. Yeah. Chomsky says the primary function of the mass media is to mobilise support for the specialised interests that dominate the government and private sectors. There you go. So everything that's everything that and that came from the Powell memorandum. And to keep that? it and to keep it such this guy. No, sorry. The Powell mem memorandum. No, what's 1971. Nope. It was a right wing think tank kind of thing. I guarantee you, Cheney was part of that. Might have been seventy one. I don't know. But his name was Paul. Oh, he's been around for fucking ever. And that he wrote a memo earth. saying how they, how the private sector, because after Vietnam and mm. and the hippies, mm. the private sector got a bit of a bad press. Mm. Um, they kept the war going for longer than it should. Yeah. I mean, so they American boys being around, killed. So that, and that was their plan then to take control of the media, mm. and they've done a pretty damn good job. Yeah, they are. Haven't they? Six and companies now. And, and you know what? 90% of the media Mike, in America. I, I know you haven't seen it. Captain America 2. Yeah, you keep saying it. Which it, is why that. It's, 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 Gaz, you'll agree with me. Oh, definitely. It's it's exactly this plot. It's yeah. like it's a fucking warning. And the one who you would think would be against it the most. 1984, oh. obviously, is the. I'm not, well, I'll well, tell you what, after. Yes. I'll give you a stat. I'll give, I'll tell you <laughs> yeah, what, you know, I'll give you a stat. 1984 is the stand. I'll then, give but, you a stat on that when we get to Trump. But then. But all this, oh shit! I lost my point. Sorry, um, guys. No, it's fine. Uh, it's totally fine. It'll come back. But this all links. So we started this. This episode was on. Uh, we said fake news, but really we're talking about propaganda. What, but what, then what leads me on to what they established years ago. That is obviously very important to them to control the media, to control the masses' yeah. thoughts. So where does fake news fit into that? It just fits in there. Well, it we fake, can't it? tell them the truth anymore. Or even remotely close to the truth, we have to. No, that was the point I was going to make. Sorry, guys. Um, Facebook. Yeah. As much as we may slag it off, um, we're all users of it. It can be a tool for good. It can be a tool for bad. This must be such a thorn in the side of like that last Chomsky quote you read out. Mm -hmm. This must be a thorn in the side of the masters who who sought out to control media and they did for so long. Well. But now they still control it because, like you said, you know Facebook works in a weird way. There are so many weird algorithms. Yeah. Have you noticed how you only see posts from 
basically the same small group that you interact yeah. with. Yeah. You might have 200 friends, but you only see posts from, yeah, yeah. let's say, I'm guessing, 30 to 40 friends. You do not see all 200 no. people's posts. Algorithms at work. Yeah. It's controlling what you see. And even if it's net, just net neutrality now, they got rid of that. Oh, that is terrifying. So we need it. Should we explain to listeners what that means? Well, if you're American, you do know. But mm-hmm. yeah, let's go through it. Uh, so, it has a very simplified us. level. Yeah. Uh, so I'm with Sky yeah. Internet, and if Sky decide they don't like Netflix, they will slow down yeah. my streaming yeah. service to Netflix. So or I not stream- provide it at all. Or not provide it at all. So I can use their streaming service yeah. to pay a bit more to get exactly the same as I once saw, yeah. now, but for no more money. Now, when you're talking that's what it boils down to, people. Now, yeah. when you're talking about entertainment, that might sound like your basic some business shenanigans and some business strong arming and some good business sense. Like if you're the provider, we don't we don't own Netflix, so we'll slow Netflix yeah. down, and you can use our our provider. Okay, when you're talking about entertainment. When you're talking about the fucking news, yeah, right, uh, that's an entirely yeah, different. That's not is. commercial business no. interest. That's social engineering. That's political. Of course, it is. Mo- yeah. um, that goes fucking the, gander. And that goes to the Chinese thing, where mm. they're saying, "Well, what we, what you look at on the net, or what we look at, what we let you look at on the net." That's the key for if you let you look at. If we what we let you look at on the net, yeah. you get citizen points for that. Whoa, whoa. So so if I look at own, if I don't look at porn that for a coming, year, that is coming, yeah, isn't it? Right, the Chinese Chinese have got yeah. this, got this up and running. Is this a real thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, if I don't, I knew look, their internet like, was fun. If yeah. I don't look at porn for a year, I get citizen points, which means I can apply wow. for better jobs, a better salary, yeah. better wow. housing. If I'm there every day that looking at, if I'm there, if I every, every moral every, judgments if, on your yeah, internet, yeah. So if, if every couple wow. of days I decide to look at the Chinese version of porn up and crack one off, oh, or right? we look yeah. at Western papers, or we look at Western papers, well, that immediately that's a fucking boom. That's a red flag. That's straight, a red flag yeah, straight away. But if you know, if I'm not looking at improper, not uh, approved by the party communist, mm. un, uncommunist porn. Mm. Bang! All of a sudden, I've lost some points. Nobody wants to watch communist porn. <laughs> no. oh, it's, very, it's, it's very efficient and simple, guys. <laughs> all Stri- in the missionary Strictly position. missionary, <laughs> with an averagely endowed male. Yeah. <laughs> and in an orgy, everybody's equal. <laughs> everybody all, the all, the women, yeah, all the women have the same size breasts and the same size weight and, and, and body, and all the men have the same size. <laughs> and there's a fat bloke thrown in for equality. <laughs> I want you all to do a test. The three of us here recording and everybody listening at home. I want you to go home tonight and when, we're all going to watch porn at some point. It's, when you go on your chosen porn site, I want you to put in the search engine communist porn and see, see what comes And it was some dodgy Russian dominatrix <laughs> porn where they're interrogating a spy or something. What a porn no, did no, FBI agent. I mean... <laughs> oh, these Russians wanking after an FBI agent getting waterboarded. Yeah. <laughs> Get them answers. Oh. Or, it'll oh, be, um, or it'll be FPS Russia where he just shoots a load of guns and stuff. <laughs> Happiness is a warm girl. Oh, F- actually, he's pretty cool, FPS Russia guy. He's all right. He, he has mm. a. Did you ever hear Call of Duty? No, I know uh, of it. I know about uh, it. He, 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 uh, I'm not going to go into it. It's a good porn. <laughs> Fuck it. Have you got anything right. else, Ben? Trump. Let's, go, let's, let's talk a little bit about Trump because it's, it's, we are living in the age of the fake news. Yeah. 
Um, and the alternative facts thing, because this is where it kind of, all that shit we've been fed mm. kind of boils down to one point here. And it was the um, crowd at Trump's inauguration. Ah, yes, this one. Now, were photos taken where there were clearly not as many people. I saw them. Trump's inauguration as the were to Obama's. Now, Sean Spicer came on stage and said that, um, oh, yeah, well, it was bigger. It was huge. It was Biggest massive. inauguration ever. Biggest mm-hmm. inauguration ever. Uh, these photos were sort of used as evidence against... And he said, well, no, an alternative fact. It's not a lie. It's not a lie there weren't that many people there. So he it's coined al- the phrase alternative, alternative fact. fact. Yeah, well, it was coined him. coined was by Ke- Kellyanne yeah. Conway on the 22nd of oh, January 17. But she was uh, Trump's campaign she was. officer. Now, within four days Manager. of that quote being used, um, sales of 1984 had increased by 9,500%. <laughs> And it went to number one on Amazon's bestseller list. I love it. Okay. That is brilliant. Now, uh, here's some bog standard moron research that anyone can do. Okay. I've just Googled the definition of the word alternative. Okay. The definition of the word alternative is brackets of one or more things available as another possibility or choice. Now, so I'm you not choose gonna, to believe that fact. Yeah, so or I'm you not going to bother googling facts because I'm sure we can all understand yeah. fact has been a mm-hmm. truth, a, yeah. a factual fucking truth. So, alter, so yes, you. Fuck me. Yeah. Well, it's it nonsensical. It should be pointed out that well, yeah. um, <laughs> Kellyanne Conway. The truth or not the truth? Yes, it's, it's a bit of an absolute, is yeah. it? Like, a fact is a fact is a fact is a fact. That's the world we live in now. But oh, no. truth, the truth apocalypse. Yeah, Ke- baby. Yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we Ann will Con- broadcast well, on. I'll point to you that Kellyanne Conway defended Trump's travel ban by talking about a non-existent, and I'll use air quotes. Uh, Bowling Green Massacre, where two Iraqis allegedly went um, uh, foobar with AKs. Didn't exist. Did not exist in the slightest, That's my a friend. Hell of a false flag. Um, yeah, and, and we, oh man, um, you can edit this if you want. We've got them false, that false flag list up. Can we get that? Uh, again? We had that last. Yeah, can you find so. that, man? You still want what we went through it? We yeah, we, uh, do we go through it all, or there's a few we, more uh, we can knock about on? Do we quick, enough, really? On that, do a quick know. pee break before we get into yeah, yeah, of course. I'm so yeah. sorry. It's, right. it's my birthday, listener. I'm drinking more than usual. So uh, we're back. We're back. Um, off air, we were briefly talking about um, the military's sort of brainwashing and propaganda and. Mm. Biggest propaganda there is. I mean, of course it is. I mean, you're you're, 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 you're convincing people that you aren't committing murder. Yeah, I mean, in in World War Two, I don't know the stats of World War One because they probably weren't taken. World War Two, one in ten people fired their weapon to kill. Right. Now, one in ten kind of represents the sociopath level of the population at the time. And is it that thing where I've heard most people would aim high? Mm -hmm. They would aim high or aim low or just Mm. close their eyes and fire. Okay. Now, nowadays, you get that up to 7 out of 10 Ooh. with training and really? dehumanisation of targets. Wow. When I used to shoot at targets, they're always what we used to call the figure five target or the charging hun. 
Mm. Right, what's charging um, hun? Because the hun was a derogatory name for the Germans, okay. and he had a German style helmet on. But uh, it was just a dude. Still to this you've day, seen, yeah. you're trading. You've seen, wow. not, not the spiky one, okay. but the World War Two one, you know. The, yeah. But still, and, and he always had, he, he was always had his mouth open, and he was charged at you as if he was screaming, and he had yeah. his gun up in the air, and that's what you fired at. Yeah, they're not going to put women and children. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> they're not going to put. Um, a, 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 but they, I did do exercises where you did go into rooms and a woman and children would pop up and yeah, you didn't shoot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's that element to it. But mm. on the range, you were shooting at the enemy. Mm. And we, oh man, I fired at a pig's head the ones because it was a demonstration of what a live round would do to a human skull. Wow. Uh, couldn't put a human skull in the range. It takes a lot of time and effort to make. A yeah. human being into a killing machine. It does, and it takes a lot of time. And if you're the inventory, you get it penalties that you what more so than well, like a combat arm, should yeah. say. So you go right, okay. Well, these are the enemy, and you dehumanize them. Mm. They're not, and especially for the Iraq yeah. conflict, it was they weren't um, Taliban. They were muzzies, ragheads, ragheads, muzzies, mm. sand, sand words. Oh, oh, I did, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. and. Mm. They were. That's how they do it. Yeah, and you dehumanise them. Yeah. That's so they, that's when you are they, killing them, you're not yeah. killing them well, just because. Nazis did with the Jews. They call them rats. Yeah, they weren't human. Yeah. They were un- untermenschen. Untermensch. And that was the same thing. And but if you want to win, then you have to convince your guys to kill the other side. Because mm. their duty is to kill you, and your duty is to kill them, and somewhere in the middle, that duty is going to get contradictory. If, you, if you're an alien, it's like if you just stand back and just just, just think about it. What, what, the fuck, man? Well, no. well, yeah. I wasn't gonna. I did talk about it last week, but uh, I, I'm not getting my little violin out. But to the listener, I was uh, sort of mugged uh, a week, well, just over a week ago, by youths. I'm 35, and I'm guessing these kids were aged 15, 15 to 16, and uh, I was quite. Uh, my face was a little bit of a mess. I got punched and kicked a few times. Totally randomly, I'm just walking along, talking on my phone to a friend from work. I tapped on the shoulder. Which is you be pointing that no one took your phone? No, that's it. That's a, they didn't even attempt to take the phone. That's a bit. So I'm tapped on the shoulder. I turn around, huh? Smack! And I knew what was happening. So obviously I took the first hit and I knew what was happening. So I covered up. Uh, and essentially just Rocky Balboa uh, yeah, Rocky Rocky, um, Rocky three style covered up and took a kick in and a punch in of some fucking kids and for this last week I've been sort of plagued uh, by like sort of images in my head flashes of revenge oh I, I understand that yeah I, I understand that far too much yeah, a lot of revenge that. fantasy has yeah. been going on let's say um, but then having to stop myself, Mike, and this is to your point, and I'm not a fucking animal. I'm not a monster. Like, but wouldn't you like to be just think- for a night? But Yes, and I've been thinking these, but then there's so much love in my life and niceness. I've had to make a conscious fucking choice, like seriously make a mental choice to let go of that. Yeah. And to- look, it happened. Do you feel better for it? Yeah, it sucked for me, but... I have there's so much love and niceness in my life to focus on that yeah. instead, and it's that as I suppose that's growing. If only up, everybody it? in the world could take that approach. Or, but my point is, though, it would we, be so we could easy. Go full punisher mode. Yes, but it would be very easy for you to manipulate those feelings in exactly. me. Exactly. Because a lot of people, you saw me. I put it on Facebook, and a lot of it was quite nice, and also a little bit surprising. Just how many people messaged me and said, "Do you know who it is?" 
fucking send me the name. Blah, 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 blah. I suggested going to look up a posse. Yeah, why was that happened? A few people came around. Then I'm a monster. Then yeah. do I? They were children. But the, the peer pressure from them, you know. Yeah. How would I, I know, feel? Do you think, Mike? If I actually, I said this to my girlfriend. I said I was honest with her because she was at. Cause I'm not in a lot. I was sat up late having a beer just when I should have been in bed. And so what's up? And I said the chat. So I'm plagued a bit by like. It, images of revenge basically batman fantasies and oh you yeah. know but, but i yeah. said to him, but look let's say because they're in my my area my stomping ground if i come across one of these young youths on their own and i'm violent to them and then the knock comes at the door and it's the police and the reality kicks in i've just kicked the fuck out of another human being who's younger than me do I, my point is, as lovely as it would be, and my fantasies have gone to the level of, we sell blowtorches at work. Um, <laughs> You're going to blowtorch people's feet, Gaz. Well, they wear, <laughs> chavy clothes tend to be flammable. They do, they do, yeah. But, exactly, Mike, to your point, who am I then? Who am I then? Who's winning then? And yeah. I could be easily turned then, but you've got to make... I'll tell you what you are, guys. It's been hard, though. You're the hero yeah. that this I town know. deserves, <laughs> but doesn't... Yeah. Or whatever it is. You are the knight. That's I what you know, are. I you know. are the knight. Oh, just put a mask on and from, do it. From our point of view... Oh, just put a mask on and do on it. Up. It'll be fine. From the point of view of the parent of one of those kids. Fuck them. They've raised horrible children. Yeah, but... The same thing's happening, being played out. In the on a grand now. scale, right? The James Baldwin I've case. got this kick-ass <sighs> fucking skull mask, scully fucking ski mask. It's got my eyes. I've got a skull face. It'll be shit on. No, we have to let it go. I'm okay. I'm not that physically injured, and my spirit isn't hurt. That's I've got a crowbar. Tempting, blunty, stabby. But so I don't know how that I ties into what we're talking about. Yes. I oh, have... Gandhi was a 78-year-old man who slept with two virgins in a nappy. Get on with it. <laughs> sort it out. I'll get Blunty Stabby back and we'll go mm. on a killing... I mean, I not did. a killing spree, but a, a, a rampage spree. Okay, I heard a lovely... Well, not that lovely, but a quote <laughs> that I think you'd like, Ben, on this subject. Cause this has been in my head last week. Thinking, do I need to learn... We will be the knight. Mm. Well, do I need to learn some self-defence? Do I, Or do I just need to not be walking through dodgy alleys or anyway I should be able to walk where you want yes but so should we finish off uh, is it better to be hang up before I forget yeah. is it better to be a warrior sitting in a garden or a gardener in a war uh, the warrior in the garden so it? essentially it's better to know how to kill people but choose not to do it than to be in a war and be like ah like <laughs> I was the other Friday while a load of kids were kicking my face but this brings us down to the Clint Eastwood Unforgiven film. Oh, I love that movie. So do I. I love it. Yeah. But he's the gardener, but he knows how to kill. Mm-hmm. He's a chicken kid. He doesn't want to do it. But then he goes and kills. He gets dragged and in. He feels horse. good about himself again. That's the thing, but that's a lie, isn't it? I don't know how any of He's got a post-traumatic stress <laughs> syndrome. Well, um, he drinks a lot of whiskey. So I guess to try and tie my... I don't know why... I've, told the story of last week it's try and tie it into propaganda the response of a lot of my friends was let's basically round up a crew a posse. Um, and we will go and literally stalk the streets and find them and hurt them mm. i could have by bought into that but i made a conscious decision of knowing that that doesn't suit my life and how i want to be so you multiply that on a grand scheme it's essentially um insert country name here, set off this bomb here, 
we must now go and, uh, and we have a right to go and get them. But then, wow, what does that make us? That's true. It makes there you us, go. It makes, I, I tied it back into Batman. Yeah, it makes us. It makes the goddamn Batman guys. <laughs> I know. Makes us. I want to be the Batman, but I can't be. I can't be. <laughs> so come on, what have we got? Go, Mike. What you got? You last bit. I don't think I've got much left. When are we gonna uh, discuss? We were to Rick Trump and Pizzagate. No propaganda. Oh, the, the quotes of propaganda. Yes, I'll give you the quotes of propaganda, and we'll talk about Pizzagate as well. The first quote. The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organised habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government which is the true ruling power of our country. We are governed, our minds are moulded, our tastes formed, our ideas suggested largely by men we have never heard of. This is a logical result of the way in which our dem democratic society is organised. I well, agree with that, that absolutely. That is bang on everywhere. That was Edward Bernays yeah. in his book Propaganda. It spells it all out. Doesn't that just hit home mm -hmm. immediately straight? And it's so. This is the thing, none of this, this is conspiracy. This was written in the 30s, yeah. we haven't learned from it. Uh, and that's what. None of this is tinfoil hat. It's, it's again, I'm not slagging my parents off. I love them to death, but they're just a good example of your average. Same as my parents, right. is, and I'm sure Mike's as well, mm. they are told what All to think, what, how to vote. Yeah. I mean... Uh. Well, they see the world in a completely different way than we do. And they never sit to question. My mum, no. when she's doing it, you know, whatever, you know, keeping herself busy, it never crosses her mind like it might you and us three sat here that, like, hmm... I wonder who controls the news and tells me all this information. <laughs> yeah. I know. No, she just sits there thinking, oh, that's awful what's yeah. happening on yeah. the news. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. Um, Anyone ever seen the film Network? Yeah, that is an awesome all-time classic. That yeah. performance, what's his name, the, the main actor? Fuck, oh, I don't know, but, name, but... God, it's fantastic. Yeah. You'd love that movie, Ben. Yeah, a bit it. heavy, classic, but it's yeah. this. It's I'm not all. standing for this anymore. Yeah. And the way... Like... He's berating the audience, isn't he? And mm. telling them all this stuff. Like, yeah. you're just fucking sheep. Yeah. You just ordered this. It's fucking great film. Programmed into you. And he's there on the network yeah. telling them this. Oh, yeah, that's a cigarette, that one. Yeah, so cool that up. Listeners that have watched that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish this was visual. Oh, you spit your drink. Oh, sorry, they want to know about propaganda. Watch yeah. the network. <laughs> oh, no, sorry about the drink, but that's... still. We drink, we drink we a drink. podcast. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give you the continu continuation of that quote, if you like, yeah. as well. Oh, wait, there's more? Yeah. Wow. Society is organised, dominated by the relatively small number of persons, a trifling fraction of our 120 million who understand the mental processes and social patterns of the masses. It is they who pull the wires which control the public mind who harness old social forces and contrive new ways to bind and guide the world. Harness old social forces, mm -hmm. like the, the old So the, the, the imperialism, the, oh, Britain was great yeah. back Jingoism, in the day. And that's why we, patriotism. we talked talk about Brexit for a second. Mm -hmm. What was that if nothing else but, oh, we won the Second World War, we'll be fine. You put a number on the side of a yeah, bus. We had no bananas or a ration of sugar. We had curb, we had straight bananas or curvy bananas. We had no bananas in the war. Oh well, we had no bananas in the war. But 
Have a banana. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no bananas can't be curved. They've got to be a certain curvature because of EU law. One of those stupid little factoids that made it out and for some reason influenced people's what decisions. Does it exist? Of course it doesn't exist. No, fake. it doesn't exist. It's fake news. Uh, everything that, pretty much everything the remain, the, the Leave side said was fake news. 350 million for the NHS. Every week. Oh, on the side, put it on the side of a bus, mm. the British people will fucking believe anything. On Some bananas, though, do you eat bananas? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. Have you ever noticed, I don't know if this is tinfoil hat territory, mm-hmm. that some bananas taste chemically and some don't? Have you ever noticed oh, that? I've not noticed personally. But I've honestly ate the odd banana, and I'm like, this is Do you know bananas chemically. are radioactive? Yes, <laughs> there is. A, yeah, I do know this factor. At a very, very tiny, tiny level, there's some radioactiveness. Yeah. But doesn't... A banana that isn't genetically modified look completely different than what it's we green, think of as a banana. I think it's a different I've shape no as well. Yeah, I've heard green. what we because th- it's quite some famous American um, politician, uh, Christian dude. I know, it's oranges that are green. Oranges oh, are right. green, and they they turn them orange. There you go. But there's something done to bananas because the shape is modified. But some guy who was uh, uh, basically saying <laughs> that like. Uh, the fact that a banana fits so perfectly into a hand is um, <laughs> evidence of evolution or something. Right. And then somebody else underneath was like, uh, uh, dude, we make them that shape. <laughs> they do not naturally I didn't know grow that. that way, apparently. But they, but, do, but they do grow on walking plants. Walking, walking plants? plants what, yeah. fucking triffids? Yeah. Banana plants walk. Where the fuck? <laughs> Honestly, when they... When they, when they in the plant, Another you'll reason, see, that's you'll the, see reason. the banana plantations and they, they've left a... They'll leave a row, so mm. so much so width, so much width, mm. and they'll leave it blank. That's mm. for the bananas because they they move and they grow, <laughs> they walk. Oh. It's fucked up in it. Fucking triffids. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the last quote then, shall I? Go yeah. on. Then. Um, propaganda will never die out. Intelligent men must realise that propaganda is the modern instrument by which they can fight for productive ends and help to bring order out of chaos. So there is hope. You've just got to get the propaganda to the right... You've got to get the right propaganda out there. To the there. right people. <laughs> yeah. Not so much the right people, but you've got to sway the masses in the, well, with the right to, way. We, we've you? got to gain control. The people have got to gain control of the media and the fucking government. But do you because think... at the moment, it's owned, both of them are owned by corporations. Do you think social media and the internet is the counter to this? Well, well it would be. You can say that, but... There is, a, there is something called an echo chamber well, where you're being fed by the algorithms more and more of the same thing. I only see what I thing. want yeah. to see, don't but I? Also, you don't see the side of the argument. It's learning what I like constantly. So there is, there is problems with it, more. but then again, the stuff that we're learning now, where do we get it from? We get it from exactly. the internet. I'll tell you where That's my point. From. That quote yeah. said intelligent men, and I hate to call us intelligent, but we're, we're on this... Well, Everyone's on the spectrum. There are people way more intelligent than us and there are people way yeah. more stupid than us. We're curious, intellectually curious about yeah. this. So I guess that's what that quote... And is the internet a good tool for us? Well, well yeah. no, it isn't at the point because in 2016, the BuzzFeed, who were a fairly big yeah. website, media editor Craig Silverman just noticed a stream of fake news websites with massive audiences on Facebook uh, we're coming from the Macedonian village of Velez, which is basically mm. so they were responsible for so many thousand Facebook yeah, fake Facebook sites ah, okay. where people were sharing news yeah. from. 
It's full of. It's, it's, it's like a minefield. You got to yeah. navigate. Because you got. Well, if there's an algorithm, and you're set, smart yeah. enough, you can yeah. hack the algorithm. Thing is, you set a, you set a new profile up on Facebook, mm. right? Post some fake news shit for a couple of days before you get shut down. Because mm. well, there yeah. are people see it, they share it. Mm-hmm. You, you you join a few groups, yeah. you see it, you share it. All of a sudden, oh, so and so shared so and so's post. So that must mean it's true. Mm. Look at these immigrants coming over here, taking our jobs, blah 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 This is... And but that mm. post doesn't go away. Mm. I'm it, seeing it's it... It's still there. No matter if that oh. account's been deactivated or whatever, that yeah. post, because it's been shared, is still floating yeah. about. That's I'm... why you end up with these stupid things like darling the... The um the the fucking emergency number in reverse. Right. Okay. Calls the police yeah, automatically to your I've location. Seen stuff in, like I'm, that. I'm seeing it in direct action on my Facebook because like what we talked about earlier, this alt right stuff. Let's say I've liked a few um, videos and lectures of people shutting down SJWs. Yeah. I'm now seeing in my feed in my algorithm mm. is more and more alt right stuff. And I'm not a supporter of them necessarily, yeah. right? Um, I'm also because I've liked a few uh, Rick Simpson. You know Rick Simpson? No. The guy, he's yeah. the guy who, he's um, on the run in, he's an American, a Canadian, I think. He's been, he's the one who's selling the cannabis oil to children for the seizures and all that. And he's actually living in Holland now mm. on the run. Um because I've liked a few of his videos, I'm bombarded by the sort of, I guess, cannabis propaganda. <laughs> yeah. But I'm seeing it in action, the yeah. algorithm in yeah. action. And because Bre- the things I like of small, <laughs> I like pro wrestling, Star Wars, <laughs> you know, very few things. And uh, yeah, I'm seeing the algorithm yeah. in action as as in real time. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but I'm conscious of it. Maybe not every time I'm on Facebook, I'm conscious of it. But as we're sat here mm. discussing it, I'm conscious of it. Is, and I'm not saying I'm better than him, but is the man next door, John down the street, you know. No, he's well, not. The fact is, he, he, he isn't. He's not. Sadly, he's just he's, taking he's it just all just in, thinking in. this is all the information. It's, oh, there the is. NHS problem. That's yeah. migrants, that is. Yes. Oh, we should charge them every time they, they, every time they get... Uh, they get put in an hospital bed. We should have a chip and pin machine by their bed. I'll share that. Which they have. No, it's just, just, oh, it's just, it's you have to pay for your television. Yeah. But over a, if there wasn't so many migrants using the NHS, no, you wouldn't, wouldn't have, have to, that. They? No, 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 no bullshit. They would anyway because they're trying so, to make some so money. They're going to bloody funding. Unpack that Chams. Was it Chomsky the last quote? Or no. It, the one that said intelligent Benays. men. Um so what I'm trying to get to is without kissing our own asses and calling us intelligent people, is it up to us? Is what that quote is saying is up to us? People like us are more intelligent than us to educate our fucking selves as best we yes. can. But then how You must we, have trusted sources that you know for news. I guess yeah. The thing is uh, we we You know, that's just trial and error. Uh, I've gone through I've read and I've compared it with others, and you find out the, the news that you can trust. Like Democracy mm. Now, I trust that. Mm. Young Turks, to an extent, I trust them. Mm. Even RT. Mm. Um, Never been sure about RT. Truth Dig. 
The Russian one is RT the Russian one. Yeah, Russian. Yeah. I never got been sure. Well, well the when thing is, is they do was... report stories that will not be reported no, in the West. That's the one. Course, also, what, what have the they got anything to say? What, what have they got to say good about the West? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Probably, yeah. Like yeah. I said, if you want to find the truth, you find out what your enemies are saying. Well, I know that, but what? And they have you, a bias. You'd argue they could have a well, bias. Course. And if you're going to be a responsible citizen, then shouldn't you? If if you're aware of all this. Mm-hmm. Then, like you're saying, Mike, have multiple sources. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, multiple sources for your news. But how many people just watch just, Fox News? Well, exactly. I mean, because it's convenient. Life is designed yeah, that yeah. way. No, it's not there. Yeah, make us work. Exactly. Make yeah, I mean, work my, my parents. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is come home and start researching the news. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know my parents will sit there and yeah. take the news from the BBC because it it's comes. on in the morning yeah. and it's on in the evening. And my mother, who's who is reasonably liberal it's oversight saying stuff like oh you know what these immigrants are forward to blame for the NHS and then I have to sit down to explain Brexit. to her that and Brexit is mm. is a good thing and I have to sit down and explain to her why it isn't and mm. and put my point across and then she goes oh you know what yeah okay yeah. maybe it isn't but I've got my news from somewhere other than the BBC she's already got those ideas but she's already got those ideas yeah. are already in her head yeah. and she's quite a liberal person but those ideas have been put in her head. And you, get, and you get cognitive dissonance where you don't want to challenge you their ideas. Which is what my father has. Which is how I feel about AI every time AI comes up. Because yeah. I know it's awesome, but it fucking freaks me out. Yeah. But so, would you agree with me? Do you think this is a fairly accurate statement to say that your average kind of person your average of, of our age, though, is, would you agree I, that maybe I, Facebook is the main source of news well, for most yeah. people? Yeah, and I would argue that our generation, the 34, 35, 36-year-old mm. mark, was the last generation to actually have a reasonably decent one. With the last generation remembers before the internet. Because I don't, I think it's got worse since. Okay, that's just an opinion. Um, I do. I, I don't think they get. Yeah. Well, I think I think the new generation are much more savvy. See, I don't. I, you don't. To a, to a point, I don't. I mean, there's a lot, but there's a lot of dickheads in the next generation. <laughs> there's a lot of dickheads in every generation. But yes, there are more. There are more progressive types, but. They finally fall they into what we talked about earlier, which is the the, the they rainbow learned, They know a lot more about the world than I did when I was eighteen. Yeah, they do, but because of the internet. But what concerns me is that generation of dickheads marching about white pride and their ancestry and with tikka torches. Well, there is that as well. There's That's side what concerns me. But then there's the side that Bernie, you know, almost won. There is I, because of the. The youth. Yeah, the future concerns me, man. The Same future concerns me. I mean, nothing on Bernays. I've got the. Um, I'll give you a, a great example. The the biggest example of mm. um, fake news for the the, the election, certainly the US election campaign, was a Pizzagate. Mm. I'd argue. We've been through that, I think, haven't we? Uh, no, we we, mm. we mentioned it, but um, um, it was it's a debunked conspiracy theory. But the the fact is, you got people. Like, we've got to cover Alex Jones yet, haven't we? Yeah. Um, Spouted this as my it was the gospel truth, didn't they? They did, yeah. And should we move into Alex Jones on that mark? Because I mean, oh, no. we have talked about this, but it's just insane. It was mm. it's propagated by people like Jones, yeah. who, in my opinion, are just lunatics. But for some people, he's just a lunatic. He's but for some people, he's their, he's their main news source. Same as Howard Stern yeah, on the radio yeah. in the back in the nineties was the people's source of stuff. I mean, I found that through li- listening to. Mr. Jones now and then is that his audience he's built in this fucking perfect captive audience who listen to his doom his doom laden naysaying 
and then conveniently hear the adverts. Yeah, which a- after his twenty-minute rant for his body armor, for his products, his <laughs> survivor. Full stopper, seven point six round. Stop an AK round, effectively seven point seven six. And it's built. Full stop that. It's the perfect selling. Of course platform. it is. It's so amazing. It works like you know when you're in the supermarket and. You didn't know you wanted chocolate, but there's a nice chocolate display next to the till. Of course there is, yeah. And they call that pressure sales. Yeah. Um, like, oh, I've well, no, that's, a pound. That's not the right term. I'm, I'm misquoting that. Uh, no, it's, um, it's impulse. impulse. Impulse sales. There you go. So it's right there, and you didn't know you wanted chocolate, but you see the chocolate, you're like, ooh. So you listen to Alex Jones for 20 minutes, tell you that America's <laughs> fucked, the world is fucked, you are not safe, yeah. your children are not safe, your dog is not safe, your health is under threat, everything oh, is... Oh, man, not Hey, Max. buy my um, uh, fix-all um, uh, number one all-in-one pill. If you take this pill, you will survive the apocalypse. And your dog will survive. Yes, and so will your dog. And it's the perfect built-in system. Some people think Alex is way more uh, evil and... No, I don't think dangerous. he's dangerous. I, I think he's a money maker. Yeah, I honestly yeah. think he's a massive capitalist. Yeah, opportunist. Yeah, I agree with it. Scam incredible he's actor. Scammer. He's a snake oil snake, snake oil. oil salesman. Yeah. An incredible actor. Yeah, an amazing orator because he doesn't have script writers. Well, and, he learned off Hitler for fuck's sake. Well, look, he look, doesn't his have speeches. Are short. They're sharp. Yeah, this is what's going to happen. This is why it's going to happen. This is how I can save you. That man produces. They're nothing but short. For, that man produces. No, every point is short. Yeah, but that man produces four hours of audio content, five days a week. Yeah. For God knows how many years it's been going. He's excellent. He yeah. is. He is a very creative, talented man. He's an arsehole. I'm not picking him <laughs> up. He's a twat. He's a snake oil salesman. He's a capitalist, in my opinion. Yeah, but I right agree. now, what is hilarious is I listened the most recent one I listened to. He is so under fire from people um, accusing him of being funded by the Russians, and he's loving this though. Of course he is. It validates him. It validates him because he gets to say, oh, you think I'm a Russian shill because that's because you don't agree with my message because I'm saying what's right, blah, blah, blah. I'm an American patriot, damn it. Buy my fucking safety pills. Buy my bulletproof vests. Buy my bunker. I wish that was a joke. He sells bunkers and he sells I know he does. I listen to his show. He sells bulletproof vests. I'll stop an AK round. Mm. It's insane. but... So He's selling military grade body armor, yeah. guys. But to get it, to <laughs> where's connect, he got it from? To connect it to the subject, though, is that his listeners don't necessarily know that or believe that. Okay, yeah. his listeners, your average trailer park dwelling Alex Jones listeners, uh, Brexit voting. <coughs> if they lived in England, uh, oh, Brexit voting. <coughs> right. Sorry. They are believing him that Hillary smells of sulfur and eats babies. And Obama. And... and you, okay, so well, we got some clips. The Obama clip. Have you got clips? I've got, I've got, I've got You've it. got actual clips. Oh, I love you, Mike. The Obama yeah. thing is fantastic. Have you got the Obama clip? Yeah, I've got some. Oh, fantastic. We call it, should we call it a break? Call it break. Yeah. yeah. Alright, yeah. 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 we're back on. So some Alex Jones, yeah? Alex Jones. Alex fucking Jones. Uh, go on then, Mike. Hit us with it. This is the full six minutes. What I'm, saying is, no. I'm trying to save humanity. I'm trying to have a future for my kids. The globalists are building a world, in their own words, 
where normal human life is over. It's a total revolution against the planet itself. It's an elite playing God. And I've done my research, and even 10 years ago, I wasn't like this. I talk about it, I get chills, folks. It's the devil, okay? Oh. And the churches aren't going to tell you. It is an alien force, not of this world, All right. attacking humanity like the Bible and every other ancient text says. Does that mean that the Quran's you okay? Read the Bible, it's hiding in plain view, folks. It's not of this world. I don't know exactly what it is or what it's doing, but this is not human intelligence, okay? It's not human intelligence! <laughs> We're facing! <laughs> I refuse to fight with everybody! All the stupid racist white people, the stupid racist black people, all the stupid racist Mexicans, all of you. I can't stand you, you're idiots. <laughs> Everybody's under attack. The elite hate Trump, let me tell you. If he is a psyop, he's the most sophisticated one I ever saw. And even if he is, he's a revelation of the awakening. And they're having to pull this trick to try to divert us. Doesn't matter, it's part of the awakening. Humanity has got to get off world. We have we we need access to the life extension technologies. Talk about discrimination. Think is that what I agree with? Where's the sound coming from? I want to go to space. I want to see interdimensional travel. I want what God promised us, and I won't sit here and watch Satan steal it. Above that bit, I'm with him. I love him. See, above that bit, above that bit. I'm with him. Survive the species. Let's get out there. Let's do stuff. Uh, try and to talk over it, man, because the people listen. Sorry, sorry. I, I couldn't help myself. I was just like, well, that it's Trump. I, well, it's not Trump. It's and that's like, a month. See, that's a very recent one because he's talking about Trump. He's just an. He is one of the best writers. Comedy writers. Oh yeah. Look, I didn't say drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you. I know everyone hates him, but you've got to respect him in a weird way. That was fucking fantastic, epic. run. You want another one? Yeah, wow, go this on. Is propaganda on a big scale. Come on, Alex. Most of the so-called liberal lesbians and all these groups. They just want <laughs> the guy with the duck's ass haircut and the James Dean outfit. Through this, James Dean wasn't slapping girls around, but they want to be the ones slapping the girls around. And statistically, it shows it. I'm not blaming all lesbians, but it shows that most of these rich lesbians they want to be the guy smacking the hot chick around. They think that's manly, and a lot of the chicks they like it. See, because no man will do that to him. And I'm not saying it's good if a man does that, but some women like it. Oh and if they can't God. find a man to smack them around, well, they found them a girl going to do it real good. Oh. Knock them upside their head. Oh. And that 50 shades of gray about the sexy rich guy that's going to chain you up. Of course, you're going to get chained up one time. They're going to put that devil mask or that piggy mask on. Oh. They're going to say, now I'm going to torture you for about six weeks. Alex is talking sexy. Alex is talking toy box killer? They want to get you in a dungeon. They want to strap you down and take a slice so off, cut the top of your head off like a pumpkin and pull it off and get a little spoon and go, well, you're looking in the mirror. This is one thing I know they like to do. They go, I'm going to eat your brain now. Oh, That's what I like to do. Let's start. Let's start at the side areas here because we don't want to take away your sight at the back or your thinking on the front. I'm going to eat your cerebral cortex last because <laughs> I've got power. I love Satan and I'm going to suck you dry and I'm going to torture you to death. <laughs> and you're going to follow my liberal orders and you're going to talk like I talk and you're going to be guilty when I say you're guilty and you're going to bow to me 
and I'm going to teach huge hordes of people that we shovel welfare in to hate you if you produce, to hate you if you're good, and to create a total system of collapse. Holy fuck. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if he was on the news at 10. The news at 10 would be. Lesbians want to eat your brains, for fuck's sake. I think my mum would change the channel. And not just the the middle of your brain, the outside of your brain. So they can make it last longer. And they'll hail Satan while they do it. That was incredible. Oh my god, that's. Yeah. Now, please buy my anti lesbian pills, which are available from uh, Amazon.com. The lesbians want to eat your brains. Holy moly. Yeah. And torture you. Don't forget they want to torture you for six weeks. Jesus. Because he was describing the toy boss killer to a point. Mm. Then he just said that there were lesbians doing it. That's already been done by a guy. I got one more, and it's a rant someone did as an indie folk song. Has anyone heard? I love this. Yeah. I love this more than anything, it's and great. I know all the lyrics. It's brilliant. Okay, I, I haven't this. heard this. Oh, okay, ben, this is incredible. Uh, the paradigm of absolute control. And that's why we're just out here doing simple things, pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural. And this is where we find the source that God made to transcend the new world order. And that's why they want to try to keep us out of it. I'm Alex Jones, meet me in Dory Town Hall. 
I'll give you a boxing match. It'll be 15 rounds of heavyweight action. How and good so, is that though, man? Just to that say, is also superb. To just explain, um, if anyone hasn't heard that before to the listener, every lyric of that um, folk song you just heard was an actual videoed, recorded quote. Not one word of that was made up. Alex Jones literally said every line of that song at some point in all quote-unquote seriousness. And, and that is why guy, I would like to fight him at Dorley Town. And this can guy, we, can we share that? Can we trend that? And this want, guy has some serious Ben versus Alex. This guy <laughs> is where Trump gets his news from. Oh god! Oh. He's been on his show. Yeah, they're friends. He's a White House consultant, apparently. Who could do it? Probably is. So I put it to you. Hashtag Ben v Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Winner takes all. No, look. Look what happened with me with my Jesus um, challenge. He said some bloody youths to beat me up. So <laughs> <laughs> you might get killed well, by some Texan well, men. Fake news era, as you know. So, oh, 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 technical difficulties. Yeah. My mic went flying. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not Mike saying the the host presenter. <laughs> I've been hard all the way through. <laughs> You know, to Alex Jones, you went floppy. Let that be a lesson to you, people. Well, if Alex Jones won't kill you hard, I'm nothing will. If you're an American right-wing patriot and you want your erection to stay supple, don't listen to Alex Jones. Well, I think that is just an absolutely beautiful example of... And the scary thing is, like you said, Mike, not only is he mates with Trump, but yeah. never mind that... Alex Jones's audience is not insignificant. No, they're it's not. It's fucking huge. <laughs> it's fucking huge. It is huge. 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 I huge. tell you, my audience is bigger than anybody else's audience. Do you see what my the Pope audience. has to say about fake news? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, you mean from his fucking snake <laughs> throne? His reptilian throne? In his snake, <laughs> snake building? Yeah, let's listen to what the fucking... Reptilian Lord himself has to say, shall we? Yeah, it's a good idea. The Crack on with it. King of made up fucking stories. Let's see what he yeah. says about fake The news. guy sat on his throne, his golden throne, behind a background of reptilians rising okay. in his snakehead throne room. Yeah. Yes, okay. this is what he has to say. Okay. I've been told, I've been told that the Pope-mobile is much faster than the Batmobile. Okay? okay? I know that. That's a fact. It's a fact, okay? I disagree. Alright. Fake news. <laughs> uh, well, the Pope... <laughs> He warns against fake news and likens it to Crafty Serpent in Genesis. He's got a throne room full of Crafty Serpents. <laughs> He's got a massive one sat right behind him. Pope Francis released a message condemning fake news, saying that it's a sign of intolerant and hypersensitive attitudes and leads only to the spread of arrogance and hatred. What, like your religion? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you've, like you've covered up priests having sex with children. Oh like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's not <laughs> fake news. Do you know that's what I mean? not fake news. That's real news. Oh, my God. Sort it out, Pope. Spreading fake news can serve to advance specific goals, influence political decisions, and serve economic interests. Oh, you mean like the church, did uh, back in the Middle Ages when it... Put yeah. Galileo under house, under housing arrest so that uh, the Pope on how to combat no. fake news. <laughs> oh. oh Lord, let's hear his advice. Mate. Okay, the truth will set you free. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, He's never hang on, that, hang on. 
The truth will set you free. Wasn't that 1984? Mm-hmm. The truth will set you free. Could be, I've heard it from something. From you were saying work will set you free, and that was the that was the, uh, the motto of the concentration camps. All I can say to my fellow Westerner is keep on rocking in the, the free world. world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> listen, I'll tell you what, listeners, once you finish this podcast, go and listen to that song. The Neil make... Jam version. The Neil Young version. I don't mind. Because it's great because on one hand... It'll bring you back to perspective. Yeah, lyrically, you can feel really depressed and like, oh, God, yeah, the world is fucked. But musically, it sort of invented heavy metal, didn't it? Dun, 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 it invented dun, grunge. Dun, dun. <laughs> it certainly invented grunge. Yeah. I'll have a tune anyway. So, so gents, I'll go. Okay. What's next? I write fake news. Okay. Okay, then. I'm furthering ignorance, certainly, but I don't think people have died as a result of my work. No, oh, is this, is this a fake news journalist admitting yeah. he's a... Okay. I've been writing articles for far-right websites in the US for a year now. I didn't set out to do this. It started in October 2016 when I was finishing my PhD in London. My funding ran out and I started writing content to pay the, pay the rent. I found clients through websites that allow potential writers to bid for work and then build a portfolio of reviews from clients. There is an enormous amount of work available, everything from writing product copy to ghostwriting novels. Wow. The first jobs I got were pretty shady. I was writing fake Amazon reviews and descriptions of perfume that had yet to be produced. A reliable client put me in touch with a colleague who runs a number of websites, one of which focuses on news about and reviews of guns. Wow. This isn't The Guardian, by the way. By Anonymous. I have never seen a gun, let alone use one, but I took the job. The site carries reviews of handgun accessories, and for each product there is a link to Amazon. My client gets paid for every click through he generates through Amazon's affiliate scheme. There are vast numbers of such sites. I've written fake reviews of amplifiers, baby products, printers and sex toys. At first I was paid $20 for a thousand words. As the site began to make more money I got paid more. I now get triple my original rate. I have never met my client but we talk once a month to set priorities. He is young, American and not into guns. We write under a number of pseudonyms that are designed to look trustworthy to right-leading American gun enthusiasts. Generally, retired men with links to the military. I write for about 15 hours a week and make £2,400 a month. Right. Man, I should be doing something more. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, fuck, the, I'm going to actually do this. Fuck my politics yeah. and my opinions. <laughs> I write articles arguing that banning bump stocks, which enable semi-automatic guns to fire more rapidly, won't prevent mass shootings and the left skews statistics. I believe the opposite to be true. I vehemently disagree with what I write and with the, right, the sites I write for. I often despair at the ignorance on display. Only once have I written for a site that was racist. There was an article about them referring to black people. That was the only time I've questioned what I do for a living. Wow. Shocking. Especially with the bum socks. Yeah. But I've got, I've got experience of this, though, and this makes sense now, that with buying things from Amazon, where you click on the reviews, and there will be, uh, let's say, for example, ten five-star reviews. Yeah. They all look very similar, don't they? And a couple of one-star reviews, which will read, and... It skews the whole thing because you're suddenly like, well, those two one-star reviews are quite scathing and honest. Like this product is shit. For example, I uh, cheap plug. Sorry, guys. 
my side project, Transcats Live, which is not about being transgender. Um, <laughs> or transform agenda. I bought a clip on Mike for seven quid. And the reviews were like four point something out of five. And I didn't read a single one. I bought it, got it, and had real problems with it. Read these reviews then and went dig dug deeper, mm. ignored every five star review basically, and just read the two and one star reviews, and they were all saying the same things of what I was experiencing. It doesn't fucking work. So where did all those mm. five star fucking there reviews come from? And this fucking article, yeah. and that leads us back in, in a nice little circle to all the bots mm. that influence yeah. Brexit, that influence the American election. If it was the reviews of fucking vote. Star Wars, for God's sake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And these things influence everything. I mean, yeah. that Macedonian village, mm. where everything was coming from. It, yeah. This is you can't trust anything no. on the internet anymore, well, unless it comes from certain yeah. verified sites. which sadly being shouted out by the amount yeah. of bots. Oh, I well, think I, I made up my own um, fake news. Go on, you want to see it? Yeah. This is Mike fake news. Ben Carter eats cat poop to reach website front page. <laughs> I probably wouldn't do that. Telford, England. Ben Carter has done it again. <laughs> <laughs> this time, Carter appears in a video eating cat poop for a few dollars. Friends gathered round at Carter, showed the poop the camera, ate it and then began throwing up. Yeah. Apparently, Carter may win $400 if the video reaches the homepage of some website. So we're happy to share this video with our readers. The worst thing is, <laughs> I don't know if that's fake news or not. <laughs> and if you share that, that will get shared around, <laughs> won't it? And possibly uh, reach the front page. Yeah. I just thought it was funny, like I make my own fake news. I don't want there, to are, there are sites. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dressed. Jazz Vincent wins worst dressed at 2017 Telford New Year's Eve party. Charles <laughs> Vincent is bringing Why is he eating cat poop and he got worse dress? Because <laughs> I don't eat cat shit. <laughs> hey, I was once and it was a bet. Charles <laughs> uh, Vincent is bringing in the new year with shame. Vincent uh, won the 2017 New Year Eve bash at Telford Worst Dressed Award. Exciting an echo of booze from the entire ballroom. Would be the first time. Gaz, who showed up in what they describe as a skinned peacock, accepted <laughs> <laughs> the ward braces. This is the first thing I've ever won, exclaimed the oblivious Gaz. Oblivious. <laughs> so where's yours? Oh, I've got mine as well. Oh, fantastic. Gas should stay away from black tie events. <laughs> I've never been invited to one. Magnitude 7.8 earthquake caused by a massive fire. <laughs> a massive 7.8 earthquake has left thousands injured in Telford. According to officials, the supersonic boom was man-made. <laughs> officials say pure human flatulence is to blame for Sunday's quake. That's right, a massive fart was the cause of this tragedy. City officials have tracked the origins of the blast home of Telford resident Mike Murphy. <laughs> 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 Hundreds of Telford residents have been treated for asphyxiation, likely from trying to hold their breath. <laughs> According to sources close to Martin, the human stink bomb was attributed to largely to a diet that was too rich in fast, fatty food and energy drinks. Martin, so, the Telford that's kind of real news though. Okay, I love it. Well, I wanted. Remember, I I mentioned it. Uh, I wanted to invent a new game yeah. called 
fake news versus fake fake news. Okay. Where I got a fake news story and then wrote my own and you two had to guess. Yeah. I got as far as um, writing one. Okay. <laughs> you know, but it has been my birthday. So, welcome to the game show Fake News or Fake Fake News. Fake news or fake, fake news. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to read you two headlines and uh, I want you to guess which is fake and which one did I make up. So, Russian officials have been lacing water supplies with testosterone in an effort to curb possible future homosexual behaviour. <laughs> okay. That one I can imagine possibly being true. That's in all fairness. Okay. First one. Second one. Australian officials are, de- are deploying a genetically modified vaccine Aerially, without consent from residents. I go for the first one. First one's fake. First one's fake, fake. First one's fake. I go for the one's fake, fake. Actually, yeah, Gaz wrote the first one. Don't change your answer because I'm. You said the first. This is a game show. Okay, yeah. Mike makes a good point. I'll go for um. Yeah, Mike won. I wrote the Russian one and the Australian. My plan was to do a load of them, but I'm shit at this. Was anyone gracious on the winner? Essentially, what it comes down to is though, in this fucking current climate, as Mike's fake news stories have proved based on each of us and everything we've talked about today, they can say whatever the fuck they want. For whatever reason they deem to be justifiable, and we are nothing but the puppets on their fucking stage. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and that's a, that's, that's sum it up. That's a good sum, summarization. Yeah. Yes, uh, Mike. I've got you got a couple any, of quotes. Go ahead, give a couple of quotes, and then we'll sum this shit up. Yeah, this has been a marathon. It has it's been fun. I said it for the third time. And sorry if this is a bit gross to the listener. You're not supposed to like your own stuff, but I fucking love this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's therapy. <laughs> it fucking is. I've got one um, sort of fact for you. Go on, then. Uh, we are ranked 40th in the world for press freedom. Behind wow. behind Suriname, Namibia and Ghana. Who the wow. fuck is Suriname? There's some That's a lad I went country. to school with, isn't it? <laughs> no, guys, it isn't. It's an actual country. It is. It used to be the Dutch Antilles. I apologise to the people the, of Suriname. The Netherlands Antilles, I think. Wow. So what does that mean? So in terms of... It means that in terms of, like, press reliability, we're yeah. behind Ghana <laughs> and Namibia. And Namibia. Namibia. <laughs> Countries that, in all fairness, send me a lot of spam emails telling me how I'm the... Um, so they so tell less bullshit in Ghana. I am a prince, but I have no access to my money. <laughs> that's the one. But if you give me your bank details... Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. it. So, basically, it's saying yeah. that, isn't it? Well, it's, we've gone uh, through wow. who owns the, the UK media. Three companies control 71% of newspapers. That wow. Fucking yeah. old man murder. Uh, a few more fucked it up facts. my internet over Christmas. Bastard. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Some on. more fucked up facts. You want them? Yeah. Okay. Before the light bulb okay. was invented, <laughs> have a guess at what the average sleep in the UK was. Five Ooh. hours. Ben says five. Before the invention oh, of the light bulb. I'm going to say similar, so I'm going to go six. Okay. It was ten. Wow. Really? They used to sleep because without the, the light rhythm. Yeah, the rhythm was the average of 10 hours. It caused circadian. Yeah, so you, yeah. yeah, but you'd literally finish work, you'd work 6 or 6, you weren't 
daytime to. Well, yeah, you needed the fucking ten hours. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah you were literally like first light to last light, and then yeah. you went home. And before and, the industial revolution, yeah. fair, we lived on on individual farms, mm. and then the, in the eighteen oh one, there was a, a bill, the Enclosures Act, mm. and it basically just stole land from people. Sure. Yeah, gave it to corporations and private landowners. Mm. And force them into the factories because we needed men in the factories. Well, women and children in the factories. Hey, it's progress. Yeah, and that's why we've got these microphones. Exactly. And this laptop. Yeah, so it iPhone. was ten hours, and now have a guess the average. Uh, I was thinking five hours. to what we both yeah. said, five or six. Yeah, yeah it's close. So six point nine is the average. Yeah, I would say so that we lost is about three what hours because of the light bulb. Yeah, fuck me. Damn it. No wonder we're all fucking insane. We got to get enough <laughs> sleep in this country. Well, yeah. And I wear a Fitbit, and it tells me how much sleep I've had oh, to a point. No, I couldn't act that. It would do, mate. Uh, yeah, it does. It's like 6.3 yeah, yeah. hours. Yeah. 20, 27 minutes restless. You're like, oh, fuck off. I was asleep. Mm. <laughs> oh, and then, yeah. uh, speaking as somebody who used methamphetamine pretty much daily for a, a two or three year period drug, of his you, life. You are a drug out of lunatic, guys. Uh, not anymore, I used to be. Uh, I, I could say that the adding of chemicals to that equation can um, negate no, the need for sleep. And yeah. isn't that fucked up in itself? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, uh, do you want to medieval times? Come on, on in, Mike. Let's take us back. In medieval chess, each pawn had its own role. All right. So you had the gambler, the Ooh. city guard. Yeah, the midnight smoker. <laughs> yeah, you tell the rambler, the gambler. <laughs> the innkeeper. The midnight toker, sorry. The midnight oh, toker. that's different. So I was doing uh, the Johnny Cash you were doing. Uh, the one you should be doing, yes. The more obvious one. The Joker. Yes. The song's called, I believe. Yeah. Uh, mm. so the gambler, the city guard, the innkeeper, the merchant, the doctor, the weaver, the blacksmith and the farmer. Oh, Christ, you got to remember all them? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was well, interesting that, that they've yeah. lost, that we've lost that, haven't we? Yeah. So, shall we try to sum up fake and news? wrap this up? Uh, yeah. I think, for once, all three of us are pretty much on bang on exactly the same For once. Page. Can I go first? Yeah, go for it, mate. I think that fake news and everything that comes with it is a detriment to our survival as a species. Yeah. I no. think all we've got to look at is the survival of the species mm. in the long hang on term. A minute, hang on a minute. I reckon you've got to look at the survival of the species... As, as an intelligent species. As intelligent and ethical. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. So we've got to look at that, and this is a detriment to that. It's a detriment to our progression mm-hmm. as a species. We need to get out there and get into the stars and be an ethical... Rational species, and this stuff, I don't like it. No. I, I genuinely don't. I don't like people dressing up in Nazi regalia and well, confederate it's uniforms. It's brainwashing. And, and stuff like that. Because, you know what? Yeah. For a start... What's the what, difference between us and North Korea at the end yeah, of the day? Yeah, exactly. And why do you, and first of all, why do you be on the oh. fucking losing side? The confederates lost. Mate. The Nazis lost. Granddad used a shovel on someone, but mm. on them. The difference Fuck between sake. me and North Korea is about a foot and a half. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh get me caught. Oh, <laughs> it's my birthday. I've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven beers. I'm allowed to be racist. Ish. Get the fuck Friendly out. Friendly racist. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, but no, so it, it terrifies me. Because we've got to go forward as a species, not backwards. Mm. And mm. all we seem to be doing is going backwards. 
Even the Brexit thing is a step backwards. We've gone from cooperation to non-cooperation. And it terrifies mm. me, in all fairness. It really does. Mm -hmm. All of it. Because I'm thinking to myself, we live in Britain. And I'm thinking to myself, where the fuck can I move to that's not as shit as here? That's a problem. Where it's not see. getting this, this, this stuff shoved down their throats mm. every day. That I don't walk around and think... These people are brainwashed morons. I'm talking to at work and they tell me stuff that's just, just repeated from the Sun and the Daily yeah. Mail. And that it's the truth. And like, no, it isn't. Mate, it's no you can't convince them that it's, it's like arguing with a flat earther. One of my closest friends lives in Italy. Oh, sorry. And I was in Milan, where she lives, uh, around the time of a local election. And I've never seen anything like it in England. Billboards, every, there were a lot of candidates. There weren't just two yeah. parties, there were a buckload of candidates. And the billboards were absolutely everywhere. But they're not like British billboards. To me, they were comical, like hilarious, because yeah. it was literally a man with his dog. And I'm not joking, a man with his... See, I, I'd vote for that dude. With his actual dog. If he's to nice look. to a dog, he's all right. He's all and obviously I can't understand any of the the written language that's there and and the next one will be some woman trying to look very homely. You know what? And... That would be me. I would be the dude with my dog. Mm. <laughs> that would be me out of the dog sat next to me. Yeah, no. Vote for me. I'm Ben. I'm great. But, I'm but their attitude of it because... <laughs> look at him. He's cute. I can only speak for the friends that I have in Italy but they. I was asking about these billboards and like, isn't this... This is overkill, isn't it? What's, you know, what's so important about this? And, and essentially, I, kind of the gist I got was like, our politics is so corrupt, and we know it's so corrupt that we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like then, generally, mm. like I'm, I know that advert is bullshit, and because corruption in Italy, not. corruption in Italy is a lot more. Um, oh yeah, it's a lot less undercover than it is here. It's yeah. it's just more accepted. I mean, their prime minister's having bunga bunga parties, yeah, which I admire. It is age at seventy eight or whatever the hell he was, and in he's India, a, and he's having bunga bunga parties. Mm. Love that, love it. I wish our politicians would be more of that. I yeah. think more Theresa May if she was banging like twelve dudes in a night oh. <laughs> in a wheat field. In a wheat field, so, I think more of her. I really so, would. I think. So we try and sum up their meat. So I, I get what you're saying, Ben, is... I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but essentially that... As has, al hey, <laughs> as has always been, as will always be... I know! This shit is... Um, but it's got worse, hasn't it? It's That's the problem. Down. Yes, but then... Okay, my point would be, I guess... I do think that it's worse than ever, I agree. Well, I can't speak for the past, but my hope is... And I know this might be hopelessly naive because I know about the algorithms and net neutrality and all that, but we have to believe that the internet is a tool for people like you, us three sat here to educate ourselves and hopefully there are more like us, more educated than us, more intelligent than us, more proactive yeah, than I us, hope so. reading more stuff than us and then spreading information to people like us, and I would just like to hope that we have this hope now, we have this tool that never existed before the internet. No, well it was, a, we had libraries. 
My, my, mm. yeah, that yes, and I know, and I love that idea, yeah. but re- the reality is that you couldn't pull your library point. out of your phone no. and have it's instantaneous so easy, access yeah. to it. But that's the problem. Why you we, have, we, we have like instantaneous access to anything we ever want to know, literally mm. sat in the palm of our hands. Yeah, and so many of us have so many videos. Cat videos and tentacle porn. But Kaki in the field. That may be more so you, Mike. <laughs> but the point is, what we're doing, we're not doing anything with exactly, it. Exactly, of course. I played Worms. <laughs> exactly. I download PS1 games to my phone, and, I, and I'm so amazed. Instead of actually walking over to my physical PS1 that still exists, I'm like, whoa, my phone. But my point is, I'm hoping, well, it could go the other way. The internet is either the makes propaganda even more possible and insidious and dangerous than it ever has been before. Mm-hmm. Or for people like us, hopefully, it's a bit of a beacon of hope. Yeah. It's a double-edged oh, sword. Look, you, you, you just got people like, like DeGrasse Tyson, like Hawking. Fake news is bad, though. Like being shouted out by just blokes in the street. Well, Barry from so-and-so says that mm. black holes are just bollocks, so it's all right. Mm-hmm. We'll believe that. And that's what the fucking so problem is. You've got dumbasses sharing dumbasses posts. But then, well, they I'm not just saying that we're not dumbasses, but my God, at least you try and make a conjun point now and again. Will those people just disappear into ever-decreasing circles? No, then? they'll be shared because mm. the, that's the problem. Well, that is the problem. This, this social media shit, it's all fucking... We're going to find out, aren't right, well, we? I think we're... I think what are you saying, Mike? We, what we're doing? It's the youth, man. We, the next generation corner put are quite more savvy than we were. I know. hope so. And I saw glimmers of hope, hope of it with Bernie and, and Corbyn. And Corbyn. To be fair, yeah. I thought, oh, there's a bit of science here as well. Oh, one. There's a a glitch in the human brain that equates repetition with truth. It's called the illusory truth effect. Alright, oh, okay. So it is something hardwired into us a little bit. I like that. Say it again. The difference between repetition and truth. yeah, it's a glitch in the human brain that equates repetition with truth. Ah. The whole Hitler thing—you tell a lie big enough yeah, and say yeah, it, or keep drilling yeah. it in. That's, but, but, you know, but it just works. It? it works the other way. I mean, like yeah. we alluded to last episode, I had the Lord's Prayer drilled into me every day. There you go. Yeah. And now I don't believe in it. Um, so yeah, that's, at some point, at some point, you get that shit drilled into you enough. You know, you know what? Nah, that's bullshit. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to call a pin. I think, I think that's yeah. the best way to end actually. You get that stuff drilled into that, enough, and if you're of a certain intelligence. I just want to say that the, like, the extreme version of propaganda is obviously 1984 and all that, isn't it? Of course it is. There's no reason why we can't go there. Do you know what I mean? No. Well, if we keep letting the shit go down the, the way it's going down, that is that is a path we're going to be ending up. Well, some would say we're there. Yeah. Wouldn't they? Well, near enough. I suppose the wor- I suppose it could go even worse. Could something like they live, you know. Or V Vendetta. Or Some would say we're there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They? Yeah. I'm, I yeah. really do need to put a pin in it, yeah. there, boys. Okay, so we can uh, pause uh, it though and do our replies. Can we last a couple of minutes? Seconds. Seconds. Well, what have you got? Nothing. I'm just going to say goodbye. So um, basically, <laughs> um, don't believe anything you're told. Yep. I've been Ben, and stay classy. I've been Gaz, Free Biff Tannen. I mean, Mike, peace out. And good night. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much, guys.